you love Michigan sports. Red Wings, Lions, Tigers, Pistons, Michigan, Michigan State, and the list goes on. And you love beer. Love beer. Who doesn't? What if we mixed the two together? This is State of My Sports. We'll talk everything Michigan sports like only we do, and then we'll down our fair share of beer from a local brewery. Grading the beer throughout the episode, so pop a cold one on your end, and we'll get busy on ours. This is the state of my sports. That's right, this is episode 114 of State of My Sports. And we are at Lost Art Brew House, ready to catch up with Drew McCarthy, who you would recognize from the Big Drew and Jim show. Uh, it's been just about a year that he's been out, and we're going to catch up to him, or catch up with him, get to know him a little bit, and, and just have, have some fun, get his uh, long-awaited sports opinions that it's been off the air for way too long, if you ask me, but uh, we'll get into that in a bit. We're going to talk some, some Pistons and some Lions with him, and... Talk some Red Wings. He, he said he's going to pass on the Red Wings, which I don't. I don't blame him on that one. We'll at make all. it a rapid fire, like one minute only. Yeah, yeah. We're going to try to move quick through the sports, but we're just going to really have a good time with, with Drew uh, for our betting to betting hero segment. Uh, we'll talk about the three horse race in the NBA Finals. I don't think it should be three. I think it should be two. Um, we'll get into the odds and how that all works out. Um, provide the results of our fearsome foursome draft for the British Open, and of course we will grade some Siciliano's Market Michigan beer, which is here at Lost Art Brew House. Uh, before we jump in, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors uh, that help keep this thing rolling, keeping it free for our listeners. The Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2021. Siciliano's Market helps us pick out our Michigan beer for each and every episode. Mac Web Design helped us get our website going, and Betting Hero helps us and our listeners get the best odds out there and best promo codes, I think, for, for the betting world. Um, I'm Sam Waldhart, and with me today we got Ryan Waldhart, Micah Smith, Kyle's his his seat is empty. Uh, he's supposed to be here. I don't know what's going on. No call, no show type thing. So we just have mm. his mic open, ready to go. Um, it's not a good we'll, look. we'll see. If, yeah, really, he's going to be really embarrassed yeah. when he sees that Drew's here. I don't think I told him that, so <laughs> he's going to be really shocked. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and of course, Drew McCarthy. Thanks for thanks for jumping in here today. We're really excited to have you. Um, I mean, how, how you been, man? It's been been a little bit. Yeah, no, man, it's great. I'm I'm thrilled to be here. I'm 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 bummed. I'm you know big fan of a Kyle, but you know yeah, Kyle's Kyle are usually is, good okay. people. Usually, yeah, very I've punctual. been I've been a fan of a Kyle, but you know, <laughs> it's all right. No, I'm I'm very excited to sit down and talk with you guys. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. I love Lost Art Brew House, so this made tons of sense when you guys asked me to come on and and meet you somewhere where I can pretty normally be found on a weekend. For sure. No, that's nice. as soon as I knew that you guys were kind of. Is it related? Is that what it is? With, with yeah, Brad? let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, uh, he's like a like a like a weird cousin. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, how are you guys related? I don't know, but <laughs> we were friends. No, it works. He just shows up. No, uh, Brad's very good friends uh, with my with my wife. Um, I actually used to play a band that Brad was in on 96.1 when it was a rock station. Really? What so, was the band name of that? They were called the Bless You Boys, and the weird coincidence of the whole thing, okay, is that yeah, the the band was called Bless You Boys. Yeah. Okay. Brad was in it, and I believe the lead singer of that band was Mitten Brewing's Chris Andrus. Really? No yep. way. Not, not even kidding you guys at all. I don't know if they're going to both beat me up for telling that story. <laughs> uh, but if you guys look up the song Tina Fey Glasses on YouTube, I still think that song rocks. That's <laughs> yeah. just me. 
We're gonna, have, we're gonna have to have to get I that. Will. I wonder if we can get the rights to it and make it like a bumper song or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wonder if you would let us. Do, what do you know? What instrument uh, Brad played or no? I believe he was the bassist. Was he? I think he was either the bassist or rhythm guitar. I don't remember. Man, Slapping the. He's bass. gonna be so yeah. embarrassed when he listens to this episode. He's if gonna he even beat listens, me up later. That's he's probably gonna not happen. even gonna listen. But, no, no, no. Um. So one thing that so I I listen to ninety seven won the ticket. This this isn't on the show sheet. I'm kind of just throwing you guys to the wolves here. But our our <laughs> introduction. Um, topic basically. So what 97 won the ticket does is doing with uh, FanDuel, and I think it's with Motor City Casino. They kind of have like the they're painting this massive sports mural, Detroit sports mural. Um, I think they're taking like different different parts of like the, the most iconic photos basically and painting it in their their uh, sports book. And I'm curious if you guys like who what would you what do you guys think deserves to be on there? Because like they have. So the Lions one is hilarious. Like the options here, it's like, oh, Stafford's touchdown pass when his arm fell out of socket and <laughs> Barry Sanders not celebrating his 2,000 yards. <laughs> and it's like, it's like for the Lions, like, yeah, there's really not a whole lot. Yeah, Barry that, Sanders that smiled go. one time. Yeah, yeah he, that's got to be there. World-class punting? Yeah, yeah the, I was going to say, the Lions one, they're, they're, in my head, there are, there are two options. One is Corey Schlesinger with a broken face mask. Ooh, that's pretty that good. good and two is Dandy Don Muleback executing a perfect long snap. <laughs> yeah, just his butt. <laughs> just his just butt. Up in the air. Yeah. That, Jason Hansen, though, right? Jason, Jason Hansen, Hansen, Jason Hansen has go. a legitimate with claim. With his yeah. arms straight out and doing, yeah. his, doing his yeah, thing doing there. His yeah. Little, yeah, I thought that one was funny. But the Pistons, for me, like I don't know where you guys would go. Like, I think you could go Bad Boys, like the original Bad Boys, or you know the going to work P- Pistons and like kind of that like all five of them just kind of like walk into the bench. Like you can like picture all those guys just all at one and like, you know what I mean? Like right, yeah, now you watch, right now you watch basketball and it's like one after like they kind of all separate and then they do the thing. But like that team was shoulder to shoulder pretty much all the time. Well, even like the all-star game and you remember the, the years when they were making the all-star games all together and four of them would go out on the court at the same time. None, none of them were starters, but they would all go out as like a second or third unit <laughs> together. And then they would score like, you know, they'd go on this like 30 to eight run or something against <laughs> the other all-star team was like, why are they playing real basketball? Yeah, why are they playing defense? They're playing fundamental <laughs> basketball. I don't get it. Yeah. I feel like the, the older guys would probably say bad boys, but like, I think going to work Pistons kind of fit. I mean, my generation, that's where I would like to see them go. I mean, Drew, I don't know how old you are, but were you probably, you were probably younger too I young was, for, uh, the, for the bad boys. Right? I was a pup in the bad boy days. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, better than the Detroit News gave me, calling me <laughs> middle-aged. But um, no, I would say I, with, with the Pistons one, I think you got to do like four panels, right? Because you you're right. You got to do the team shots. You yeah, got to have the yeah. bad boys. You got to have the going to work Pistons. Yeah. I think in the other two panels, you got to have an iconic scene from each championship moment, right? Yeah. So you've got like Zeke Ding up somebody in the in one panel, and the other panel, the block. The block. Oh, that is such a good one. I think oh my I gosh. think you should put Reggie Miller up there, just going like, Come on. like that little whine. I've, I've hated Reggie Miller ever since. Like he's on the Dan Patrick show all the time. Like. Get this guy out of here. Clown. I lost so much respect for that dude. The Just best part what? about the block, though, is he was running full speed the whole time. So, like, you see these guys like the LeBron where they chase him down and do all – they're timing them up. They'll, they'll get their rhythm with their feet. They'll, they'll jump and they'll time it up and they'll block somebody from behind. Tayshawn did not have time to do that. He was full sprint – catching him Reggie Miller was so far ahead of him and then he just goes and it does that I, I think that's a great a great one also I'm thinking Ben Wallace holding the trophy with the well, he hat was holding on both oh, wasn't yeah. he holding like the yeah he was the one that was doing the he, he, yeah that trophies, just sticks right? out of my head yep. Josh Van Dam commented he goes 
obviously Don freaking Kelly. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> what, there's a robbery when he robbed the guy and everybody got all six to midnight on that one. Oh, or he hit um, that one home run. I think for the for the Red Wings, 100% 97. Iserman, the big, big smile, no oh, teeth. Yeah. Like, there, there's no question on that one for me. Um, but then the, the Tigers one is a little harder. Probably the, the Gibby, the Gibby two-hand yeah, you know, fist pump. But you do that, or even the Polanco. They didn't. They didn't win. But the, they didn't win. It's got to be eighty-five. They didn't win. It's yeah. got to be the eighty-five Tigers. Yeah, the, the, that's what it is. The it's, Gibby, yeah, they give you hands up. Yeah, I I'm think game, has I'm game to be. Has yeah. to be but I don't know. I thought that was a, a kind of a fun, um, thing that we'll talk about before we get into our beer introductions. It is time to introduce our Michigan beers for this episode. But before we do, I want to remind everyone of our partner, Sicily Arnold's Market. They are simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or need some help from their expert staff, Sicily Arnold's Market is the best place for that. And not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they are individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. They obviously have a great selection of craft beer. They also have specialty wines, spirits, ciders, coffee, tea, tobacco, and cigars. Siciliano's Market also has the largest selection of homebrew and wine-making supplies in West Michigan. We love that Siciliano's Market is part of the State of Mind Sports family, and it is who we visit to help us choose our Michigan beers for each and every episode. So please check them out and let them know that we sent you. Man, that was I, I was running around just scrambling, <laughs> and I can't believe a beat. How long is that read? That, that read might be a, a little, little too long. A yeah. little too long. <laughs> I think your mic's off, Mike. Are you rook? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would have known. Dang button! <laughs> Stupid button! It sticks. It's a sticky button. We're doing a live, anyways. Anyway, so what are we drinking today, Ryan? What are you? What are you drinking? Well, you gave me this can that's milkshake series uh, IPA from Lost Out. Uh, Lost Art. That's not the one you're drinking. But this isn't actually the one I'm drinking. I'm drinking. Uh, let's see if I can remember. Dune. Dune climber. Dune climber. Thank oh, you. Oh, really? For I thought you went with the milkshake. No, I went. Did with anybody climber. go with the milkshake? He was yelling at people about the milkshake, but I can talk about the milkshakes more yeah. than happy to. Yeah. All right, yeah, we're gonna maybe Kyle should get a, a milkshake. Yeah, I'll get a milkshake. Yeah. I saw him peeking in the window. No, I'm doing I'm doing Dune Climber uh, okay. IPA, which I believe is like a seven three seven point three percenter, if I'm remembering right. It's somewhere around the seven. Yeah, so a little bit north of that. Um, r- really good so far. I'm looking forward to giving this a grade. Obviously, from Lost Our Brew House. Am I right on that? Yep, exactly. Wow, nailed it. Yeah, good. Michael, good yes. what yes, are we drinking? So we're drinking the same thing over there. So explain well, that one. Well, now that my mic's on, Holiday Road IPA. It's a seven point three percent, or I almost said seven five, uh, seven point three. And uh, I'm just going to read this little thing on the side here because I think it explained it pretty well. Yeah. Our holiday inspired, I. IPA. <laughs> Boy, you couldn't this, read IPA? This, well, That's the, a really the, hard the word The font is interesting. <laughs> the font is very Sorry. holiday themed. It? It's, okay. it's very elven. Yeah, so okay. is this like a Christmas in July type type thing? That's what it looks like. Yeah. It's got it's got the, the woody station wagon on the front, if oh, you can nice. see that. It's very nice. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, the holiday road is hopped with... You know what? We're not going to read this. It's really hard to read. Yeah. This is a good beer. So so far, we'll I, we'll grade it at the end. And that's nice, what you're drinking. Yeah, I think. that's what I'm drinking. So far, I really like the pininess to it. Yeah. It's like a really nice, solid IPA so far. So uh, we'll give it a grade at the end. But Drew, you you saw how the experts do it. Can you give your your beer? <laughs> let me an see what introduction. Let me, let me see if I can do it here. <laughs> no, uh, I am I am sipping. And if you guys see me have a, a second, someone call my wife. Um, <laughs> no, this is the Lost Art Brewhouse Roaring Twenties Limited Series 
This is actually uh, the the bottle here that I have is from the Imperial Stout, which I actually have a few bottles stashed in my basement. Yeah. Um, what I am drinking was the one year anniversary celebration quadruple IPA. Oh, you got a little bit of that. The quad IPA right here is, uh, and let me see if I can make sure I get this thing on camera here. Well, yeah, mm, beautiful. See, um, it's, it's, it's a seventeen point nine percent. So it's a quadruple. That does not yeah. look thick enough to be a quadruple. This thing is drinking so smooth right now. Like I am very excited. I have to make sure to not drink too much of it because I drove myself here. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. With, with the color of that too, for a seventeen percent, are you kidding me? Yeah, it looks that, great. I might have to get a little sip on that. And Kyle, yeah. so Kyle has officially joined. Us, <laughs> we weren't sure if you if you remembered where we were recording Not tonight. Not even sitting down yet, or maybe oh you got like a like a little fender bender or something like that. Like what's what's going? On? Your mic might be off too. I'm not oh, sure. Oh, it's off. It's off. 100%. No, the the button, the, the rookie clicky. button, the rookie button. There, there you go. Uh, Man, there's no one here. There we uh, go. Yeah, we're here. It took me a couple <laughs> tries. Kyle has here. officially made it, guys. This is amazing. <laughs> Welcome. I'm Kyle. never late. So I lost twenty bucks on that bet. I think I'm never late. You said, <laughs> "Are you going to come?" I said, "Yes, I'm coming." <laughs> it just took me a few tries to get here. Yeah, you you don't even have a, a beer yet, so we're gonna have to maybe throw a random yeah, beer we'll, we'll introduction that in out there. As we go, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's we'll, gonna do the milkshake. He's gonna do the milkshake series. Yes, we gotta get someone to do right? the milkshake. They've series. got the uh, the blackberry on tap right is that now. What it is? Yeah, they've done quite a few of these now. I really like. They did a, a black currant and they did a passion fruit that were really really good. The colors on those are phenomenal. That's one of those you buy some, you take them home, you pour them for friends, and they go, "That's beautiful." <laughs> yeah, right. So are they? So it's a milkshake style beer, but it, I mean, would you consider it a sour or how? Do, what is the? It's got it? some sour notes to it, but yeah. I know Mike and Brad aren't big sour guys. Okay. I'm I'm a massive sour guy, so I've really enjoyed these. But they've got some sweet notes, and the vanilla and lactose really give it that smooth finish that you're looking for out of a milkshake. Beer. Okay. Have you ever been to Arvon by any chance? I have not been to Arvon no. yet, but I've heard good things. If you like sours, yeah, you should you should really hit Arvon. Micah, we we went to the sour social there. We did. Can you tell us a little bit about that? It was their first event, their first <laughs> big there? event. I think they poured, they said, 1,300 beers today on their social media page. Holy 1,300 wow. beers, lines out the door. You got to wait and wait and wait. Met up with Sam and his wife, and they they had timed tappings every hour or two I hours. I think it was every two hours, every yeah. Every two hours, yeah. and it was just strictly sour beers. So if you like sours... That is your event. If you don't, you're going to hate that type of event. Yes. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Food truck and all. Before we get into uh, the main topic, which is the interview of Drew uh, for episode 114, I want to remind everyone that the Hops Brewing Company and Cafe is open and pouring some of the best craft beer in West Michigan. Their revamped food menu, rotating taps, wine and ciders make the hops perfect for whatever you have going on. Uh, from dinner with family, late night drinks with friends, or just every in and everything in between, I guess, right? Um, the hops is becoming a staple in the West Michigan restaurant community that we highly recommend to our friends and listeners. Keep an eye out for the hops coupon being mailed out. I think it's actually already mailed out. I haven't seen it. I actually touched one when we were there last week. It is phys- like it's a physical coupon, which I like that. I like it makes mm. you feel like it's more valuable. Um, I would never remember to use that. No, I, I'm sure I would but lose I it. This no. <laughs> yeah, I will right? this time. I will this time. If you buy a $12 meal, you get uh, beer for a nickel. So I mean that that's always a great great thing. If you can get a beer for a nickel, come on, I can I can afford that. In this economy, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can you can return a can, 
and get two beers, or you only get one. But the first beers, you, you give some money For you back. And your buddy. Yeah, you give money back. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. Just return. Just hit Meyer, return coupon. one can. You're good to go. You can buy a beer after your your twelve dollar meal. Right, Kyle? Bingo, bingo. <laughs> Perfect. The uh, hops is the official brewery of State of My Sports in 2021. And if you mention State of My Sports, you'll get a nice little discount on your first beer. It is not. A nickel, but you will get a discount. Maybe you can even stack them. I don't know. Ask them. Ask the waitress if you can stack the discounts. Yeah, because I'm, I'm not the expert on this one. Drew, have you ever been to the hops? I have not, but a beer for a nickel and a $12 meal are both things that appeal to me. Yeah. <laughs> on a lot right. of levels. They got so. a, the, one of my favorite things that they have is the, the uh, hot chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's solid. It's, good. it's got good. a really good flavor. A little hot. If you like hot, it, it's hot. Oh no, that's my <laughs> kid all over. My kid is he's on a big spicy kick. It's nothing but like hot Cheetos every weekend. Oh, like really? what's the spiciest food I can put in my he and his really? buddies. Did you guys know the uh, the one chip challenge? The, the po- oh Pocky Yeah, the Pocky One Chip Challenge. No, it sounds oh. like something Kyle's gonna have to do next oh, week. Oh, Kyle, turn his mind I think I've already done record. it. Yeah, I was gonna really? say yeah, it wasn't that bad. No, oh, for thir- for three thirteen year olds, it was the worst thing they'd ever experienced. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't say it wasn't that bad. Like it's painful. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. they split one between three of them. It, oh, I should say that goodness. too. I did not have a whole chip. Yeah, I had no, like no. a bite. Oh, yeah, come on. yeah. The smartest kid in the room was the kid who spit his out. Yeah. I will say that right now, Grady. Shout out to you if you're watching, bud. Yeah. You are a genius. You shout are a smart one. I yeah. watched yeah. my. So it was for my son's thirteenth birthday. We he had a couple of his buddies over. They split this chip. And he and his his buddy Nolan come screaming up the stairs from the basement, and they are face planting in his ice cream cake. <laughs> oh, no kidding! Oh, I was dying just laughing just, just to, to get, try yeah. and make the right. burning stop. The ice cream uh, cake is actually probably really good for for it killing was clutch. it. Though, right? Oh, it was clutch. It would, yeah, yeah, that would yeah. that would help. Yeah. I remember one time we got a bunch of uh, what, were, what were peppers from my my grandpa's garden. Oh yeah. And yep. I I had the first time that I actually ate the the pe- the pepper that came with. Uh, Papa John's pizza. So I'm getting pretty confident, you know. This is probably a week <laughs> later. Banana pepper? <laughs> That's not much. So, like, I, I have it. He's oh, dipping it in the do, garlic sauce. He's, he's, he's dipped it. It's drenched in butter and ranch. <laughs> right. He's anyway, like, I'm making strides. The sweet yeah. pepper. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, we get back from my grandpa Vanderjacks, and we have this buttload of, of peppers. And I go to my dad. I'm like, Dad, which one's the, the least hot? And he points out this bright red chili pepper, which I don't know if chili peppers are hot. But it was raw. I bit yeah. into that thing I wouldn't want to do so that. fast, and I, I think I was probably 15 years old and cried the rest of the night. Like I was <laughs> crying, like pouring my like I, I was stupid and did water. It was like had water like pouring in my face. Eventually, I was just sucking out ice cubes and like I think my mom gave me vanilla ice cream, which was a good. <laughs> you were 15. Yeah, I was you had a good mom. Least, Wait, oh, you're 15. I was old man, and well, it was I was, old. I was way that. too old to be crying about something yeah, I like that. Like but I subtracted that. Cried, and if if they're <laughs> exactly, yeah. if they are listening five. or watching, they're probably <laughs> laughing their butts oh, off, man. which is which is good. But uh, we do want to get into get to know Drew topic here. Uh, a little bit about Drew. Uh, so social media, you can find him on Facebook as Drew S McCarthy. Uh, Drew with two O's, McCarthy on Instagram, and Drewing That Thing You Do or at Big Drew Tweets. Um, so Drewing That Thing You Do, is that like from the movie That Thing You Do? Yeah, yeah that, that, was my, that was my reference that point. That was your yeah. reference point? I yeah. like it. I loved that movie growing up. That was another one that my parents oh, yeah. sh- loved it. showed me. That was underrated. A really, I underrated for yeah. it. Love that's an underrated that movie. That's true. Ever a lot of great performances <laughs> in that movie look, that don't get talked about enough. Look, look at the yeah. actors and actresses in that movie. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're Jimmy phenomenal. Craig was in that, right? Wasn't uh, no no I'm got, I'm getting getting confused now, but <laughs> backpedal friend of mine <laughs> maybe 
All right. Uh, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. How Good one, that? buddy. <laughs> Anyways, Drew McCarthy, formerly with iHeartMedia, uh, Big Drew and Jim, 96-1 um, here in Grand Rapids. Uh, now you're the general manager of, of Grand Rapids location of Gage Cannabis. Correct. How, how's that been going for you so far? Man, it's uh, it's great. Honestly, I, I love my job. I love what I do. Um, you know, I, I, I joked you guys were like, what are you doing now? I was like, um, I sell marijuana and marijuana accessories. I like, I, <laughs> I like to junk. I'm like the Hank Hill of weed. You know, like it's uh, it's it's fun, man. Honestly, I love what I do. I, I love I love my staff. Like I, you know, when I was in radio, I always loved like people like being around people. And now it's like I get to work with 30 of the coolest people I've ever met every single day, you yeah. know, and none of them are Jim. So it's a bonus. That, that's a bonus. Yeah. This, there's no salt in, in cannabis, right? Yeah. No, no. It's not a very salty. What we have that? like sea salt caramels, but that's about as salty as it gets for us. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's good. pretty sweet. Yeah. Great right? shot. Nice. Was across the bow. I love it. Yeah. yeah so the, you're in radio in, in Grand Rapids, obviously still in Grand Rapids. Is that where you were born and raised then? Yeah. This is home, man. This is, this is home. I wasn't one of those kids in high school who was like, I can't wait to leave this yeah. stupid place. Kick rocks, man. Michigan like no I this is home man I love this this place is beautiful like I love I love where I'm from I love Grand Rapids like there was a guy in my store earlier today visiting from like Kentucky and, oh yeah, yeah. Really? And he was like, he was like, yeah, we're going out to Grand Haven, and I'm like listing off plays. I'm like, oh, I'll go to Oddside, check out Copper Post. There's a there's a chocolate shop down the street. Like, I love West Michigan, man. Yeah. This is this is home. Like, you know, that's that's this this is me. The winters can be long, but. The four seasons are actually a blessing, I think, here in Michigan. I, I love it. Other than I get really sick of the w- winter pretty quick. Oh, yeah. So if, I, if we could change, change that somehow, I'm, I'm all for it. But um, So Byron Center, uh, what year did you graduate? 04. 04, okay. Yep. Kyle, what year did you graduate? 03. 03, all right. All right. So you guys kind of close to the same age then. Yeah. Yeah, right around there, yeah. <laughs> Good math. I think he's trying to say we're old. <laughs> I think that's what he's trying to yeah, insinuate without coming out yeah. and saying it. I'm, trying, saying it, yeah. I'm trying to get Kyle Tell me you're old without telling me you're old. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so did you go to college or at all or no? So I did a little bit of college. Um, I was at GRCC uh, doing, a, hilariously, a theater major. Oh, really? Uh, with the idea of being like a theater teacher and doing like high school theater and stuff like that. Cause that's, that's what I loved. And like, I've always been a big proponent of you should do what you love. Like mm-hmm. always do what you love, do what you're passionate about. If you love what you do, like I'm not that you'll never work a day. That's dumb. You work. Everyone works. It's yeah. a job. Yep. But at the same time, if you love what you do, then you're going to be happy about the job. Yeah. True. So that was the idea for me was going to theater and, uh, took a radio internship my first summer after my freshman year of college at of all places, JQ ninety nine out in Holland, the uh, the Christian pop Christian. station. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, as I think a, I still listen to that. It's not JQ ninety nine. What is it now? I think it's like Joy ninety nine or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, For the record, really great people out there. If it's any of the same staff that I worked with, and dating myself fifteen <laughs> plus years ago, um, you know, if it's any of the same people, they were incredible human beings. And if they're still there after fifteen years in radio, God bless them entirely. Yeah. Um, but it, you know. As a shock for anyone who may have listened to Big Drew and Jim or heard my my time on 104.5 SNX, it wasn't the best fit for me with the <laughs> Christian pop morning show. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe didn't, yeah. you know. They were, very, again, the, uh, Brian and Mandy were very sweet. They were very kind to me, and they were very patient with a young man who clearly had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. Um, but they figured out I knew how to edit audio, so they were like, good, go in this room and edit audio. <laughs> 
Go you, go get we'll better find at you that. Something Did, to do. Were you yeah, on yeah. the request line at all? Because I'm sure, like maybe I've requested like I, some thousand foot crotch or oh, Reliant K back in the day. Oh, bro, some Reliant K, man. Yeah. I, listen, I went to the 10th anniversary tour of mm-hmm, and I rocked out. I love that album. It yeah. is a phenomenal oh, nice. record. I will fight people right. over that. Where did you go? With the, where was that at? Intersection, baby. Was Intersection. It? Yeah, 10 year 10 year anniversary. They played the entire album start to finish. Me, my little brother, and my brother in law. It was a great show. Yeah, I, awesome. I love Reliant. I get. I try to get my kids to listen to Reliant K. They they like a lot of it. Like. Sadie Hawkins dance is one of their go-tos. They love that song. Dude, That's give me some Reliant K, some MXPX. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. If you want to go really listen, go get Five Iron Frenzy. Five Anybody? Iron Frenzy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You Five just Iron made Frenzy. everyone here talking to the right crowd. very happy. I'm wondering if we were at some of the same concerts at, at the ground. Do you ever go to the ground floor? Oh, bro, ground floor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Res Life, baby. Oh, Let's yeah. Go. yeah. <laughs> That's the church that, that Ryan and I grew up at. And okay. Micah, we, we've been friends all for, of those for a long time. I remember very early on in Reliant K's career, I guess, or at least touring like we showed up really early and we ordered some papa john's we ate papa john's pizza with them and they were just skateboarding with us in the yeah the little court there yeah they basketball. opened up for uh who did they open up for oh man oh man the, the I'm sure it was like newsboys or like all-star united <laughs> yeah, like, all-star yeah. yeah. It, was the, it was the one band was it fillmore was it dmx nah Ooh, <laughs> look at there Fillmore's an okay band. Oh, I love Fillmore. Man. I love that. Yeah. I loved Fillmore. I had a, I think it was Squat a bright red shirt. Oh, yeah. Squat Five O. That's who they opened for. That's who they opened for. Squat Five O was not allowed back. That's for sure. I remember that. Yeah, I never, think they never were there again. Once, Probably man, that not. was. Ooh. That was oh man, man, what a what a road we I just was gonna went say, down. Yeah, I think I just I think I just that. pulled out my West Michigan cred. Like oh, there's, yeah. there's my yeah. hello, I'm from <laughs> West <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. If you guys didn't believe me before, here are no. my chips in the middle. You just yeah. proved it. We spent more time at the ground floor than our own houses. I think yeah, yeah probably at a certain point of our life. I don't even know what it is. What do you? What is so that, it's like the the youth the youth room at at Res Life. Oh, and then they would have concerts. It's actually really cool. It's probably awful now. I haven't been in there in forever. I was gonna say in the late nineties, early. 2000s youth group boom <laughs> yeah yes, okay, right. yeah which yeah, we yeah. were we awesome. were all clearly like caught up in the midst of yeah, yeah. like dude you guys said so to give you a little like to give you a little bit like this is how west michigan i am um i was a speaker at dcla you guys remember the dcla conferences no i don't okay no. so what is the DCLA? so this would have been my junior senior year of high school somewhere in there dcla were these giant like it was basically like festivals but for youth group kids was that I in Chicago? This. Yeah, yeah, they were they would they would oh. do them like in cities all over, and it was called DC LA because yeah. the yeah, first yeah. two cities were DC and LA. Okay. So okay. yeah, so like my young life group got invited to like have a couple people do presentations yeah, while we were there. Okay. Yep. So I end up going, and like they were like, "Oh yeah, you're going to be one of the speakers," and I was like, "Okay, all right, <laughs> cool." And I was like, "Great, this will be wonderful." <laughs> got mono. It was wonderful. Good well, times. <laughs> very, very from good. stress, for the record, guys. From the stress, it wasn't from making out. Yeah, with right. Yeah. The record. So where where is Gauge Cannabis located? So uh, if you are from Grand Rapids, as I clearly am at this point, um, no, it is off the East Belt Line, right behind that Noodles and Company, next to Celebration Cinema North, is how I like to describe it to people. Um, we are near. Celebration Cinema North, uh, but we are definitely right behind that Noodles and Company on the East Belt Line. All right. Nice. Naps I can't Kona. even picture the Noodles and Company. I'm not. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, there's that yeah. brown doctor's office building right there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, the car wash overlooks us. Yeah. All right. You get a scenic yeah. view of my building from the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Just Enjoy it as you yeah. get your car wash. Yeah. 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 No, it's awesome. Um, so, what, I mean, one thing I think you showed on the air is passion. And you just had fun, whether you wanted to be there that day or not. I don't think that was ever portrayed. I feel like you said it yeah. several times, like, yeah. I'm having a day, and I don't really want to be here. But then, like, tw- 15 minutes after that, you're just right back to your bubbly, like, 
having fun, just trying to show your passion. Um, do you have that same type of passion for, for Gage and, and the cannabis industry in, in general? Absolutely. No, yeah, I couldn't do it if I didn't love it. It's one of the first things that, like, appealed to me about coming into this industry was, I mean, clearly it's it's a booming industry. Like, you know, it, it is. It absolutely is. I'd, I'd be an idiot if I didn't admit it. Yep. But it's also something that, like, you know, and, and I think if you guys remember from the show, I never hide talking about, like, who I am and the things that make me who I am because I think that's part of what puts your opinions in perspective. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm somebody who has anxiety, depression, and ADHD. And I like to joke, it, it's a giant cycle of hyperactive, my brain telling me everything matters, nothing matters on a cycle of hyper-repeat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for years, I've been using cannabis to slow that cycle down and be able to make sense of it. I don't, I don't like traditional medication. I really don't. I've not been a fan of it. Not, and again, no shot at doctors. My doctors were great. I had great doctors. But taking those drugs made me someone that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I the was, biggest thing about them. It is. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was my least favorite thing was it wasn't that bubbly guy that you you liked that's that's me that's well, i never said i liked you well but fair I just, enough i remember listening to you <laughs> fair enough. Oh, that's, just, that's the version of me strong. that i like though that's the version of me that i like oh, that's right? even no. better yeah i know right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no, I was just, so I was, no no you're good dude you're all good you're golden <laughs> sam always does that and then is like i, well, I, need, I need to apologize yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he apologizes right yeah, away i was gonna say speaking like of being super joke. west michigan yeah, yeah. yeah. right oop, right oop. Oop. canadian sorry let me see very bad um but yeah no it's it's something i'm very passionate about i think when used properly it can help people yeah. mm-hmm. I think when used responsibly it can be medicine and I think if you just need to relax because your kids are stressing you out that's absolutely acceptable too yeah. Yeah. like it's legal now people drink beer we're drinking beer right now right yeah. I'll go home when I, I get not, done with this and I'll smoke a joint we got to get you a beer man yeah, yeah I, I got yeah it, Brad are you li- or not Brad yeah it is Brad Brad <laughs> Vern Vern Brad man my brain is just <laughs> fried right now um, Brad if you're watching or listening we, did we you get thrown off of me being late or why is your brain fried uh, just yeah because you threw me off you, you, I, you, I love, a you love messing with me Kyle you I gave him this was all part of your plan some issues you're just you're just not, <laughs> not a very nice person. Is, is is it a coincidence that his brain was fried while you were talking about the cannabis industry <laughs> or I mean you know too many things going on at the same time in your yeah. brain. Yeah, <laughs> just like sorted out, man. Yeah. yeah. So how how did the the opportunity come about for you? I mean, honestly, you know, um, I mean, talking about being passionate about what you do, as much as there will always be a special place in my heart for radio for the underappreciated art form that it is, and and it is, it absolutely is an underappreciated art form. It was time to go. Like I love Jim. I forever love Jim. I I love Brian Fongers. I love Shay. You know, all the amazing producers, everyone that I had a chance to work with, they were incredible. But I did radio for 15 years. Like, the only real job I had as an adult was doing radio. Right. And the pandemic kind of shed some light on, like, oh, I'm done with this. Like, not in a bad way, but, like, oh. Time. It's time. It's time. Like, it was was just time. Like, in no way, shape, or form was it. Was it iHeart's fault? Was it Jim's fault? Was it? It was just time, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I you know, you was joked earlier. You don't know how old I am. I'm 35. I'm 35, and I've been doing this since I was 19. Man, yeah. Was it maybe Sam's fault because he kept calling the show, and you're like, I don't want to put. I him wasn't this. a caller, Kyle. I was a Facebook message. Oh, you were yeah. messaging. You called yeah. a couple. You times. called. Oh, yeah, 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 you called a few yeah. times. Yeah. 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 yeah, but I was. Did you guys Facebook- ever think like this guy again? You're no Paul from Otsego, That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
every time every time he talked hockey. So it was like usually the four o'clock hour. Yep. Four o five, you start talking hockey, and Paul from Oswego is already on hold. Yep. And you guys are just like, all right, Paul. Yep. Here's your chance. And I don't know what did he, what did he do. He must have done like a writer or something, because he uh, would be like. Actually, is now. Is it? Okay. Is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's very awesome. Very wonderful young human. <laughs> very wonderful person. Yeah. Um. No, it, it was. Uh, yeah, it was just. It was just time. You know, yeah. it was just 15 years uh, in the radio business. It, it wears on you. You know, I'm impressed forever by people like like Steve Kelly on Wood who've been at this like since it was Sunny FM. Yeah. There, there's my old five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunny FM. <laughs> yeah. I remember Sunny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I'm so, really not that much younger. I just didn't pay attention. No. Bit. Yeah. But like guys like Steve Kelly, like I, and I, I applaud him fully, but. I was just, it was just time. Yeah. It it's not for everybody. No, no, no. Right. And like, yeah. you know, I, my, my son's 13 now. Like I, I have a 13 year old, right. you know, and as much as he thought dad's job was cool, dad's job was also like pretty demanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, sports radio, uh, hilariously in the social media age is 24 seven. Mm-hmm. There's no breaks. There's no time off news breaks. You are expected to go on Facebook live. Yeah. You are expected to get a tweet up. And right. if you don't, Hey, where were you? Why didn't you do this? I was at a movie with my kid. I had my phone <laughs> off for two hours. Oh I'm gosh. sorry. Yeah. I would hate that. <laughs> yeah. Detective Pikachu. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Top five. Favorite movie. Um, so so safe to say like the people are probably the biggest thing you miss yes. with that. I mean, yes. is there was there anything that you, I'm not saying that you, you, didn't, you didn't enjoy it, but like, is that really the, the biggest thing? Just the people? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I legitimately, I mean. Being creative and doing something new and different every day. Yeah. Like that I miss. Absolutely. That was the maybe the best part of radio was like you would create and then you would destroy and then you'd repeat. You'd do it every day. Yeah. You'd, you'd bring some brand new creation into the world for three hours and then you'd get done and, and Jim and I would look at each other and go, well, that was garbage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we'd go home. Right, yeah. And then we'd do it again the next day. <laughs> that I miss. That yeah. I definitely miss. But But at the end of it, that's still the people, right? Like yeah. that's still that camaraderie of somebody that you can show up every day and do that with. Yeah. So I, you know, I miss, I, I miss, you know, Grant Stoy. If you guys remember Grant, yeah. You know, I miss, uh, God, Stroh's the freaking weirdo. <laughs> guys, if you guys don't remember my producer who covered himself in baby oil because oh, yeah. he didn't like the Lions taking TJ Hawkinson, <laughs> uh, Stroh's was a nut job, and I love that man so much. Brendan Riley, man, talk about. A human being who wanders into your life out of nowhere. Like, I, I, I still have no idea how we hired Brendan. And now he's producing radio in Texas and is like one of my favorite people to talk to, has become this gigantic music fanatic, is yeah. an online Twitch streamer. Like, Brendan is one of those people I'm so glad I met because of radio. And, and for me, that's, that's what I miss is those relationships, those human beings, is, is being able to connect with them. Like, I'm connecting with you guys right now. Like, this is the best part of radio. Mm-hmm. This right sure. here. Being in a room with like five other people who love something else as much as you do. One of my best lines from Shay was like when the whole pandemic thing started. Shay was like, yeah, it was hilarious. My friends were like, are you going to be okay? And he was like, bro, I sit in a box and talk about my favorite stuff for three hours a day. I'm going to be fine. Y'all going to be okay? Y'all going to be okay? Like that was, that was the thing was like. I was fine. Like I, I had my people. Yeah. You know, I had Fongers. I had Jim. We had Shay on a wire. You become some somewhat of a family. Yeah. When you're oh. There. Oh, absolutely. Listen, I mean, Schmitty and Mac on Star, like Steve Kelly over on Wood, like Bakita, like 
Allie Mack even over on B. Like you wouldn't think the country kids get along with us, but they do. Yeah. Huh. Like we that's all love cool. each other. I mean, yeah, for, I guess, like it's just, it's a family. Yeah. It I is. think that's one thing that, that people that are not familiar with the industry as a whole, we don't really get that perspective of how like from one hour to the next or one show to the next, like you guys are all part of the same industry and using a lot of the same studios. Right. So, yeah. So iHeart is, is one floor. Like, I mean, the studios are all one floor, right? Yeah. So there's three floors, studios, sales, upper management. Ooh, I know, top right? floor. Bougie, bougie. <laughs> but that's also nice. where, like, the performance area is and, like, conference rooms and stuff. have the special oh, yeah, key yeah. swipe card. You totally do. You totally <laughs> do. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was, you would interact with everybody. Everybody worked together. We all encouraged each other. Like, Mike from SNX, he and I were roommates at one point. Like, okay. uh, Mike in the morning from, he's from Mojo now, and he's been with everything. Like, Mike's, Mike's a survivor. Like Mike just sticks, man. I love Mike, and or like uh, Emma from Wood Radio. Like that girl is a superstar in the making. Like somebody's just got to pull her out of that tiny little newsroom and go, "Oh, you're wonderful, talented, and brilliant. Great. <laughs> Let's pay you all the human money dollars." <laughs> yeah. Um, so going back to to Gage, obviously, yeah, that's a big transition. Yes. What What have been the biggest challenges? I mean, you're what has it been? Was it January that, that you guys officially opened? So we opened our doors medical January 15th. We went recreational mid-March. Okay. I want to say mid-March. We opened for 21 and up. Um, it was insane, man. Yeah, it I was, mean, leaving, uh, it, leaving something that you're so comfortable with yeah. to just take a leap like that, there has to be some kind of challenges. What, what were the biggest ones? So I went from the most people I'd ever managed because, uh, fun fact, at one point I was technically in charge of, of ESPN. Not okay. during the Big Drew and Jim era. Jim was in charge that whole time. God bless. I'm glad it wasn't me. <laughs> um, I didn't want the stress. But at one point, there was no one else, so it was me. Uh, and I was in charge of like three people, like three part-timers total. That was it. Or, I, or when it was you know me and Sean, I'd manage the interns. That was it. Okay. Now I'm in charge of 30 people. That's, yeah. yeah, that sounds That's stressful. Yeah. It's a lot of people. It's a, but you know shoulders. what? I could tell you something amazing about each and every single one of them. And like that's been my favorite part is realizing, oh, this is just people but on a bigger scale and with weed. I can do this. <laughs> with weed. That's, that's what you have in common, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I used to listen. I used to have to go out every day and sell myself, right? Sam, you listen to the show. I used to have to sell my opinion to you mm-hmm. and you and you and you. I used, I, that was the job. Sell my opinion and convince you that my opinion was either better than Jim's or better than yours. Yeah. Now I just have to sell weed, which is a whole lot easier. Is <laughs> <laughs> a whole... Listen, a lot of people disagree with Don Kelly is the greatest tiger of the modern era, right? A lot of people disagree with that, but that is one of my favorite takes. <laughs> Not a whole lot of people disagree with, hey, man, you want to smoke some weed? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm in the weed store. I'm here to smoke. Yes, absolutely. So it's a much easier sales pitch for me. Everybody's huh. already got opinions. Not everybody already has weed. Exactly. So it, it, you it, might come there and need weed, or you might exactly. not know that you need weed, and I'm going to explain to you why you do. Why you do. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I work in Tool and I was looking for gauges. I'm, I'm looking for gauges. I was told to go find gauges. I can't find them anywhere, but exactly. I found this. That's, this a great, that's a great excuse when your supervisor sees you leaving my store in your work uniform. <laughs> that is a great excuse. Well, both sure of you are in your work uniforms. Yeah. yeah, so we've gotten a little bit into some music. Do you have any other passions that people will find you kind of doing outside of work? Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, so I, I love music. I love getting back to live concerts is something that's super high on my list. Uh, I'm going to go see one of my favorite locals, Orchestra Overdrive, is playing Pyramid Scheme a week from Friday, I want to okay. say. Is that um, their first show, Pyramid Scheme? 
Uh, no, Pyramid Scheme did their first show, I think, a couple nights ago. Oh, okay. A night or good, two ago. Good for them. Yeah, shout-outs to Tammy. Great great job getting back open. Shout-outs to Save Our Stages, which finally came through. Um, so I love local music. Um, I love, you know, and I'm not much into the local uh, local art scene, but I love artwork. I love going to museums. Um, I am a big dork. I was literally just at Tardy's Collector's Corner yesterday with my kid. So I love books. I love comic books. Um, my favorite thing about Tardy's is it smells like books. Like, there are other comic shops in town, but, like, Tardy smells like books. <laughs> like, when you walk in the door, you're just, you're like, oh, this is a comic book store. <laughs> this smells like cardboard. <laughs> I love it. So, no, man, I'm, I'm you know, and, and I just, I, I love food. Like, even with losing weight, I still love food. So, like, I love yeah. going to restaurants. I love sampling new stuff. Um, and, and, you know, beer and bourbon. Yeah, so the, for the people that are, are live, we do have on there for, for people to put in some questions. If you guys have any, uh, please throw some in there. Um, Mike, just let me know if, you, if there's yeah. any that come across. Yeah, for sure. Um, I do want to get a little bit more into, you know, your past career with Big Drew and Jim. Sure. Obviously, we're, we're more of a, a sports-based show, so that's kind of where the, the connection kind of fell in. But um, you talked about you, you joined uh, Sonny, was it, for, when, at 19 as a – so. So uh, you know, I mean, uh, bleep you for that, Sam. That's a uh, that's that a shot. That's an indirect shot. No. So it was it was when I was a child. It was it was one zero four five Sunny FM. They had a great jingle package. That's what that's yes. called. Jingle so was, package. Was that your first full time? So my first. So radio? radio is a weird thing, man. Um, radio when I jumped into the business was a lot. I like to compare it to pro wrestling. Where like you pay your dues, right? You're expected to pay dues. You're expected to work for free. You're expected to do certain things. Yeah, you're expected to work more hours than you're being paid for because it's a great job. Make no bones about it. It is a great job. And when you're like 20 and you're working all these extra hours, but the extra hours are hanging out at bars and clubs and meeting DJs and pretty girls and... (laughs) 20-year-old me thought that was pretty awesome. Paid for yeah. itself, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you left the Christian station. Once I left the Christian yeah. station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my, hilariously, my first full-time radio gig wasn't until I was co-hosting with Sean. Oh, really? I was five years into my, five, six years into my radio career before I had a full-time gig. I was working part-time um, and just doing everything I could to make money on the side. I was, right. you know, if you guys went to a, a, a wedding in West Michigan from like, I don't know, 08 to 2011 i might have dj'd it yeah uh if you had a high school dance in the west michigan area i might have dj'd it there's a good chance if you needed your wedding officiated at the last second and you had 50 bucks in your hand (laughs) i probably am the one who married you so mazels and uh congrats um you know that that was that was it man i i loved the business like legitimately if i didn't even love the business i loved the like the performing part of it like big mac was a character like that was who I was. I was on Holmes and the Freak Show. If anyone grew up you around here, you, you guys remember guys sound like this? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I know so that was Brian Holmes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That was Brian Holmes. That was my first full time, not even full time, first like radio host who I worked directly with. Like I, he was the host. I was the host. Holmes and the Freak Show, one hundred four five SNX. I yeah. was Big Mac on Holmes and the Freak Show. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, if I just blew any I tiny little minds that. out yeah, there, yeah, 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 people didn't put two and two together. <laughs> no. I thank God for that. Okay, <laughs> I don't think my grandmother has yet either. So thank goodness for that, Norma Jean. I love you. Um, yeah, that was my first like on air like because the Christian station stashed me nicely in a closet. It was the right move for them. Yeah, not mad at them about it. They made the right call. Um, then when you finally came out of the closet, came out of the closet. Could, yeah, well done. Um, 
No, uh, like coming out tonight. of my cage, I've been doing just fine. Um, <laughs> no, I, I interviewed for Holmes and the Freak Show, and I had curly hair down to my shoulders. <laughs> and It's like Jumbo over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Holmes took one look at me. He goes, please tell me you're the guy. Tell me you're the guy applying for the job. And I was like, yeah, I'm the guy. I'm, I'm your dude. I'm your Huckleberry. Let's go. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, you're my guy. And that was it. Like that—that that was it. He was just like this dude looks like he's insane, and it turned out I was just insane enough for him. So for five years, I—I I wasn't a stunt boy, but I was close to a stunt boy. Like I, we licked the llama for ludicrous tickets. Um, do you guys remember the song Laffy Taffy? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. horrible yeah. song. For the record, yeah. horrible song. Sixty-four beats per minute. Awful song. Um, <laughs> But it was the biggest song in the world right around Christmas time one year. So I was turned into a Laffy Taffy tree where they pinned Laffy Taffy all over my body. And drunk club goers were to rip the Laffy Taffy off of me with their teeth. Oh, boy. In exchange for terrible CDs and DVDs. This was back, kids, if you don't know what a CD or a DVD is. <laughs> right, right. When media just, had physical form. It was just paying your dues, though, right? That was pay, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Paying your dues. Yeah. Wrestlers have to set up the ring and tear it down. Paying your dues. Gosh, you know? I wish there was a picture of that somewhere. There is. <laughs> oh, man, we got to. Oh, bro, it's on my Facebook. Next you can, time. You can pull it Next up. Next yeah. time you're on, we're yeah, going to get that absolutely one pull it up. Yeah, oh, yeah. J- <laughs> me, Brian Holmes, and DJ Jason Veter. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a night. That's awesome. So how did you, you get into the sports world then, 96-1? Legitimately one of the most random happenstances possible was I just happened to be at work early. That's, that's how I got the job was I was at work early. So go to work early, kids. Yeah. If you're listening, go to work early. <laughs> um, I, was, I was in a studio working on something for Holmes and the Freak Show that night. And uh, Angie Weist, who was the opening program director for ESPN 961, shout out to a very progressive move on iHeart's part, having a female sports director. And Angie was, by all accounts and purposes, and still is a bad lady. Um, she busts into my studio. She goes, you like sports, don't you? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Vicey, I love sports. What's going on? And she goes, good, come with me. And I was like, you still have not answered my question. <laughs> so I followed her um, because she was a boss. You do what the boss says. And uh, she throws me in a studio. She goes, you know how to answer a phone? Okay, you still haven't told me what I'm doing. <laughs> I like sports and I can answer a phone. Yes. Good, you're the new phone screener for this sports show that starts in 20 minutes. Oh, my goodness. I was like, what's it called? She goes, it's called Sean and Turp. And I was like, great, oh. sounds good. I'll answer the phone. Hello, Sean and Turp. We'll see how this goes. Oh, that is awesome. Nice. I, I remember wow. when Sean, that was my, yeah, I love Sean. Oh, like, Sean, Sean is, was yeah. a different breed. But, so did he always record off site or was he ever in Grand Rapids? Sean Belisian was very rarely physically in Grand Rapids. Yeah. What? I didn't very know rarely physically in Grand Rapids. It was incredible the way that they made that not awkward uh, or, or, yeah like yeah. easy to to know i guess is the way i was gonna speaks to the skill of sean yeah like uh i, I would say 100 percent because he trained how many co-hosts to be able to do that type of show with him yeah when sean and i were doing the show together he wasn't even in a studio he was just at his house he was at his house what he was in the front room office at his home i'm not telling guess, you guys anything he he yeah. would mention it occasionally on the show you'd hear his dogs bark yeah occasionally his wife would walk in during the show his kids his daughter, would bust in yeah yeah yeah, oh yeah. Shout out to Crack Baby Forever. I re- my favorite thing about Sean is all of a sudden you can just hear the 
the like dip. He's, he's, di- he's yeah. packing oh, his yeah. dip. And he's like, all right, he's getting ready to go talk some hockey now. <laughs> I he's love, just tucking one in. I love Sean. He, I think he's, that doing, uh, he's doing Woodward Sports now, right? Yeah. yeah. Joyke yeah. Bell, him and Joyke. Yeah, yeah, they're doing a good job over there. Oh, it's a great show, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun show. I can't say I've ever listened to it. Oh, really? Yeah. See, so you got to get on the you gotta watch the stream. YouTube more. Yeah, yeah you got to watch the, it's It's... As much as I like the audio, it's so much better watching, and I love Sean. Sean, you know I love you. I Watching his dumb face. Yeah. <laughs> Just watching him react is no, one of my favorite things I actually ever. agree. I'm not going to call him a dumb face, but I yeah. do like, <laughs> I don't know. There's something about his voice that's always been really good for radio, obviously, but he actually comes across like, I don't know, he's really personable, he's I guess. He's very expressive. Yeah, he is. He's he is. very You're right. You can see exactly what he's trying to say by the way he's reacting or the way he's saying it yeah. so yeah it's a good show i remember one time you guys were recording at it was the white cap stadium i don't remember what it was for it might have been like taste of, taste grand, of grand rapids, rapids or something like that taste of grand rapids and <laughs> i'm like what probably 24 25 and you guys got done recording and sean like comes up to me because he could see that i was like there to kind of say hi to them and he shakes my hand and goes people look at this and they think it's the effing toughest thing ever we're just talking effing talking sports and i'm like Nice to meet you. And I'm like, I was kind of like, <laughs> I, as silly as it sounded like, I was kind of like starstruck because I just, I listened to him for so long, yeah. loved what he does and all that good stuff and what you guys did. And I just remember like, hi. <laughs> it was just so fun. Was, hi. But like he, he's half of the, re- or you guys really. And, and as your show evolved with, with Drew, or Jim and all that, it's like your guys' show is what made me want to do this because you guys made it just like, you're sitting there talking with friends. And I feel like that was, I think, the coolest thing. And that's what I was like, all right, well, we can do that. Not not nearly as good, nothing like that. But it was just like, let's get together on one night a week. No, it's really a compliment, right? And you're, you're saying yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, no, listen, it's, it's I don't, don't ever think of it as like, we're not as good as it. No, man, look, it's different. It's a different format. You guys aren't doing three hours daily. Like, yeah. it's a different format. Like, I like this show. This is a good show. You guys do a good show over here. There's nothing wrong with the show you do, and there's no reason to compare it to what Jim and I did. They're different yeah. formats, different, right? Yeah. It's a different thing. You guys don't have live callers calling in. You guys don't have, you know, however many watts backing you, broadcasting you out into the world. Like, we had a cheat code. Yeah. You know, we had a cheat code. We had, we had a radio station. If it was just me and Jim, I don't know if anybody listens on the internet. <laughs> I don't know. Like, we're just two dudes. It was a kid from CMU and some idiot who used to be on a hip-hop show. <laughs> right. so, so when Jim got CMU. got the job, and, like, what was your first thought of that, dude? He knows this, so I'm not saying anything he doesn't know. I wanted to kick his ass. <laughs> I feel like you could. I, Bro, yeah, I, listen, I like straight up and that, down. Actually. I think I said it on the air. I think yeah. I might have said it on my last day a couple yeah, of times. I think you did. <laughs> I, I love Jim Costa. I absolutely love that man. He has grown leaps and bounds in the time that I've known him. If he had stayed the gym he was when he walked out of a uh, like he walked off campus and onto his first full time job, and was so full of himself. Yeah, (laughs) go to hell, Jim. Oh, go to hell, Jim was (laughs) a real thing. It was listen, and I will say this: it was a real thing down until the last like three months we were together. Like at moments there were still, and he'll he'll tell you this: I would look at him and go, "I need to leave," (laughs) and he'd go. We have. I am going to walk for an hour. I will. I might come back. I don't know. <laughs> I might. I don't know if I'm going to come back or not today. I, today might be the day I don't come back. I don't know. But like it was, he would make me so angry. And you guys probably picked up on this at points. Oh, for sure. Jim likes to argue just to argue. Not he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't yeah. always think he's right. And that's my. I'm not going to fight you if I don't think I'm right. Yeah. I don't fight for fun. I fight if I believe I'm actually correct. <laughs> 
Jim fights because he enjoys it. Yeah. <laughs> That's his jam. Like, oh, buddy, he wants to fight you. He has never met you. Kyle, he doesn't know you, but Jim will fight you. He'll fight me. Whatever sports <laughs> opinion you have, he will fight He'll you on it. He doesn't care. He would like, I. He would be like, hey, can you take the opposite side on this one? I'd be like, no, man. I don't know. He'd be like, <laughs> no. Well, it's going to be a bad segment then. Well, you should have thought of that in yeah, advance because right. like, I'm not <laughs> you. Fighting for something I don't believe in. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not going to sit there and argue with you just to try and like, I think that might have been one of the things hopefully that people picked up on was we were unwilling, like, and occasionally corporate would ask us to, we were unwilling to Stephen A. Smith our own show. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to fight just to fight. That's dumb. That's stupid. That's point. Look, if I believe something, yeah, I'm going to fight. Oh, we're going to scream for an hour and a half that the NBA draft lottery is rigged. (laughs) Yeah. Straight up and down like that. I will do that. But if I don't believe it, I'm not going to fight you about it. Jim. It is, is, by the way. Thank you very much. Jim would fight just to fight, yeah. but you know, initial impression was one thing. Final impression was another thing. Yeah, I mean, you see what he's doing now. Consummate with, pro. With Ninety-seven won the ticket. Like he, he's a fill-in host, so he's on. He just basically gets thrown in when he can or when he, they need him. But he, I listen to ninety-seven won the ticket literally all day, every day, and he's. I don't want to say the best, but like the way that he fits in with every single person that he's on with, just tells me that he, that dude's a professional the dude is i mean I, i'm blown away by how dynamic he can be and just adjust and still be himself you know what i mean it, it's pretty cool to, to listen to um is, is a guy like that in this industry just the sky's the limit type thing i will tell you guys uh, a, a small version of a much larger story um after jim got let go i called him i said hey bud i love you I know things are tough right now. I'm going to call you back in three days. And he goes, wait, what? Why are you going to call me back in three days? I'm messed up right now. And I was like, because in three days, you're going to tell me about all the job offers you have, and we'll have to go over them together. And he goes, oh, bleep you, dude. And I was like, I love you. I'll call you back in three days. Because, yeah, listen, he had other people to talk to. He had, he had his mom to it's talk true. to. He had yeah. you know, his girlfriend to talk to. He had other yeah. people to talk to besides me at that exact moment. Yeah. I called him back in three days. And I said, hey. How many job offers you have? He goes, shut up. <laughs> and I was like, how Give me the number. many? Yeah. And he gave me the number and I just laughed at him. Yeah. Because he had them. Because yeah. that, listen, Jim is an all-star. Jim, Jim is like, uh, it's, it's like Dame Lillard coming on the open market, right? It's a superstar in their prime. And, and Jim is, I mean, God, Jim is like Ben Simmons. That's the wrong comparison. Jim is Ben Simmons <laughs> coming on the market. He's that young. He's that young. Right. He's that talented. Like, and, and, you know, frankly, I hope he never hears this, but <laughs> you know, that, that is a guy who, you know, with your, with your betting thing, that's, I bet the house, bet the house on Jim Costa. Yeah. That's a kid with a future. That's pretty cool. Which is cool that it went from one extreme to another. Oh, for sure. Oh, listen, growth is, growth is one of my favorite thing about human beings. Yeah. We grow, we change, we evolve. People yeah. who don't no, I don't have time for you. Jim, yeah. Jim grew. He changed. He evolved. He became more than what he was when he started. Yeah. Like when he started, he was a blunt object. <laughs> he was just going to, he was going to hammer his way through whatever sports conversation you were willing to have with him. He was one note. Mm-hmm. You know, he was like the, he was like the bad guy in some Marvel movies. Well, I'm bad because I'm evil. <laughs> well, right. But what makes you evil? I'm ba- What do you not get? <laughs> like, and that was his whole point was like, my skin is red. Yeah. My <laughs> skin is red and I'm from Germany. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's it. Like, Oh, clearly you're the bad guy in this right. film. <laughs> That was Jim. He was the bad guy just to be the bad guy. Yeah. And eventually, when he evolved, when you guys started to hear him like leaning into the like salty Jim Costa persona, 
when it became more than just like, I'm just this cranky young guy. When he was like, oh, this is my thing. This is who I am. And he found it. He found his niche. He found what, what works for him. And he's kept it going on the ticket. Yeah. That's been the best part is he's kept it going on the ticket while still maintaining, like you said, letting the other people's personalities come through. Mm-hmm. Realizing that he doesn't always have to be first. Yep. If you know he's on, will you generally try to listen? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Every possible minute I can. Yeah. I'll turn him on That's in cool. my office at work. Yeah. Like, dude, half, this, like, half my staff is sports fans. Yeah, so like yeah. we'll we'll just turn it on and listen for sure. You know, one of my one of my receptionists, you know, young Mike, he's from Arizona, so he's been loving these finals. So oh, he's yeah. loving everything. Oh, yeah. What's so the, what's the that, that's cool. But I mean, to okay, someone give me a score to get away from the sappiness. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's talk some so, trash. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I mean, what was the? Do you have any big celebrities that you met, or like athletes, or whatever? That, okay. That, the, the job kind of gave you that opportunity. So the the fun the fun one, and I didn't even write this one down for you guys, is like. So my dad was a was a Michigan State guy, and I used to talk about it on the show. So I met some like pretty big names before I was ever like a radio guy. Like, um, so Judd Heathcote's last game, Tom Izzo's first game, your boy was courtside. Oh, oh nice! Not because we paid for tickets, because my dad schmoozed his way from <laughs> upper bowl down to lower bowl, nice. down to courtside, and then schmoozed our way onto the court after what? the game. How do you well, schmooze? I'm sh- yeah. Do, have y'all heard me for the past? Hour? <laughs> <laughs> my dad is a master class in what I do. Okay. All right. All right. And by the time, before I know it, we're shaking hands with Magic Johnson and my dad's chatting up <laughs> Steve Smith like they're long lost college roommates. Yeah. My dad, every year, every year, without fail, on Facebook, every year, goes to one MSU football game, at least, if not more. And at at least one MSU football game, he gets a photo with his buddy, Tom Izzo. <laughs> and he posts it, me and my buddy, Tom. Yeah. My father does not actually know Tom is. Oh my gosh, that's so funny! But he's got a photo with him every year. Like I don't know how. That's so funny. So the literal, the literal largest physical celebrity would have been uh, the the WWE's Big Show. That man was massive. He palmed my face. Um, It was, but he and he was just a sweet baby giant, like just the most gentle, kind, like oh, just a little baby giant, sweet baby. Um, in terms. In terms of actual fame, the most famous person I have ever met would be technically Justin Bieber. And that, Biebs? Wow. I'm Biebs. the biggest Bieber well, I mean, fanboy. He's top ten hot biggest celebrities in the world. Yeah, I, I love say that. Yeah. I love me some. Are you yeah, a, I didn't know where you're going with that. Bieber, you just I, said you just said Magic Johnson. So that, yeah, yeah, that's a, a, that's a big deal. Magic Johnson's a big deal. Yeah, but, but we're all we're all from Michigan. Yeah. So how how did you so how did you meet Bieber? And then you 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 kind of sent me the picture so the people that are watching live can. Can see what what John's kind of tossing oh, yeah. up on, there it is. on the stream. There, if you want to swing that over there, for Kyle, yeah, so can see that there. Which I don't know who's changed more, you or, or Bieber. I, I, I mean, the hair you know. alone, like you guys, we could have a, a who's changed more. Oh God, I'm just I hate that photo because I don't have a beard. Look at all the chin. <laughs> Look at all that exposed <laughs> chin meat. Ugh. Ugh. Anyways, uh, so that that photo, and I could not pinpoint the year if you told me to. Um, was uh, SNX party in the park? Okay. Right. At the uh, at the yeah at, at what was once Fifth Third Ballpark now yeah. LMCU 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 Parkonanza whatever it is. Um, Biebs was hilariously the opening act that day. He was. No he was hitting. the opening act that day. He played like six seven songs maybe, and I will never forget the moment standing and like the crowd wasn't even packed for him. <laughs> Right, like uh, the crowd was the crowd was not there to see Justin Bieber. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, there was like maybe wild. there was a contingent of girls off to like the side of the stage, like screaming for him. Right, 
And I'm standing in the crowd as he's playing, unbeknowingly next to Sco- like his manager, Scooter Braun. And Scooter leans over and he goes, what do you think? This kid's going to be the biggest star on the planet or what? <laughs> and at the moment, Bieber is sitting on stage with an acoustic guitar. This is how far back this is, you guys. Like, he was Whoa. still trying to play. Like, he was still trying. And in a very nice way, the kid, is, he, kid makes hits. All he does is make hits. He was trying to be, like, a real musician at this point still. He was trying to, like, play guitar yeah, on stage. Right. And he's up there, like, on a, on a stool. Yeah, on a stool playing acoustic. And, and I, I leaned over to Scooter. I was like, he's got to stop this guitar thing, man. It's not working for him. <laughs> you were right, though. I ended up being right, which is cool. I don't think that was me. He, he goes, no, I keep telling him to ditch this. It's yeah. his, but he, like, he likes it. And that day, Scooter <laughs> threw the guitar off yeah, the yeah. bus. Chucked it off the bus because yeah. some fat guy in Grand Rapids told him it was a bad <laughs> idea. Like, Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Why did I get rid of the guitar first? Um, but yeah, no, Biebs, Biebs was an opening act. That's unbelievable. Uh, EOB and uh, Eric Holtgren of, of now MLive fame was the one who booked Justin Bieber as an opening act. Wow. wow. I can't even tell you how long ago that was, but the last I knew, Bieber books for the same rate now as Jay-Z. <laughs> you have to pay half a million to get him to do anything. Wow. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not a bad game. It's good days work. Okay, that's so the last I knew. It all started knew. with an acoustic guitar. I could do that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I got the face. I Something can sing to write home about. <laughs> get Usher and Justin Timberlake to fight over your rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. Yeah, for sure. That's easy. That's totally easy. <laughs> that, that's good. So, I mean, we've kind of, did he play any sports in high school? We've kind of, Touched on what make you love sports. Your dad big into MSU and stuff. Yeah. Um, did he play sports growing up? So I was that like kind of typical West Michigan kid where like I did ASO soccer. You know, you okay. know, I was I was on ASO soccer teams all through my childhood. Did the uh, did the T ball thing. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, up right up until like coaches pitching. I was like, whoa, 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 people are throwing that at me. <laughs> I'm out. A no. kid that can't throw is no. throwing the ball towards me. My, like <laughs> the idea was my dad throwing a baseball at me. I was like, absolutely not. No, that is an excuse. That is an excuse. No, 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 thank you. Um, so no, I did uh, high school. I did a little bit of like track and field. Um, middle school basketball, part of the uh, one of the only city middle basketball teams to win a basketball game. Shout out city middle Pegasi. It's the plural for Pegasus, if anyone was wondering. Pegasus. I just learned Pegasus. Pegasi. Pegasus. Yeah, no, I uh, threw shot and discus. Shot and disc. Okay. Uh, so, you know, um, did the fat man relay. So it's the four fat guys running the four by 100. What? Yeah. You never heard four, of that. Four, yeah. The fat man really? You guys never? No, I've never heard of that. What? Yeah, it was. It was a. Th- I don't know if it was like just a thing for like. I've talked to a bunch of other like like shot putters where like the last heat of the four by one relay, you put out your shot put team. What? Yeah, you try and see who has the fastest fat guys. Oh, that's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> yeah, it was like it was really awesome. Like this. That's probably yeah. the, the crowd favorite, right? <laughs> it was. It was a big yeah. hit. People yeah. loved it. Yeah. They announced it. us in the last heat, you know, and I was always I was always the anchor leg because I was the uh, I was the slowest, fattest guy. <laughs> <laughs> we were much more literal in how we planned it. So wait, so shot put or discus? You said shot put, shot primarily put. shot put. I had I did not have the coordination to properly like release. They, they were like, now release it at this. I was like, no, nah, I'm just gonna grunt and throw this metal ball. <laughs> how heavy cool is the ball? As I can. Shot put. Or do you like change it based on? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I think high school is like 10 kilograms. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. If you had an accent, anything. I've always wanted to do the discus. <laughs> so I've always wanted to give that a shot and just see see what happens. I don't know. It is frustrating. Can I tell you that? Because it, it looks like it's, it's like this is a frisbee. Yeah, it's just a frisbee. No. But you do a f- one full spin with those, right? Is that what it is? Yeah. So you're supposed to like my form was always terrible. So like you're supposed to like get down and do a do like a spin. But like we we didn't really like no disrespect to our shot put coach. We didn't really have like a shot put or discus coach. We just kind of like 
So you guys have these things, <laughs> and a coach will be by later. <laughs> you know, and the, co- the coach was nice. They were nice people, but they, you know, there wasn't like a specialized. Oh, like, yeah. There was like a, a, you know, there was a, a long jump coach, and there was a long distance coach, and there was a sprinting coach, and there was a, but there was no fat guy coach. <laughs> right. It was somebody the fat that, guys just yeah, coached each just other. Somebody like, that took an extra $800 <laughs> to be the, that coach. The biggest, the biggest thing I remember was like, you guys got to work on your grunts. You're not grunting loud enough. And I was like, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. My like grunts feedback. were inferior. Yeah, <laughs> inferior grunting. Like? Is the hammer throw the one with the chain and the ball? Like in your yeah, they still do that. And you do like no, not at the high spin. school level. No, no yeah. way. Not at the high Olympic school level. Though? That's the Olympic probably the Olympic level. level. Yeah, yeah, or like the collegiate level. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, that no, why? I would that not want. They do don't do the javelin at the high school level either. So. <laughs> For good reason. <laughs> just FYI. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just FYI. They do that, not. That makes a lot of sense. why they shouldn't do wood shop in eighth grade, you know. <laughs> Things <laughs> happen. Guns. Things happen. It is a spear. Yeah. So our, our podcast obviously has a, a lot to do with, like, we tr- try to connect with breweries and, and craft beers and, and bars and all that good stuff. Do you have a favorite local brewery for food that you, that you Ooh. like to hit? Ooh, favorite local brewery for food. Honest to goodness, I uh, I am an addict for New Holland their dill pickle pizza at the Knickerbocker. Ooh, yeah, it's the, so good. The dill pickle pizza is one of my favorite things on the I've planet. Never had what that. else is on it? Cheese. Cheese. Uh, so it's uh, it's oil instead of sauce. Yeah, it's olive oil instead of sauce. Uh, cheese, dill pickles, bacon, some oh. some dill okay. sprinkled bacon. on there, some fresh mm. dill. Yeah. Yeah. So we we uh, I oh, recently wow. went there and got the same thing, and it was just the whole spread, like a whole bunch of different pizzas. The only pizza that we went back for more of was was dill pickle pizza. Yeah, and every it was consensus cross board. Everybody wanted more. Yeah, it's amazing. I, My I wife and I will go. It. We'll order it. We'll eat a whole one while we're there, and then we'll get one to go. Oh, that's we're smart. Just like, I'm just like, no, nope, I'm gonna want this for it's lunch smart. tomorrow. That's yeah, it's just yeah. good business. That's just good business. Yeah, no, <laughs> I I think that that's one of my absolute like that's one of those like destination foods. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got to love the pizza at Mitten Brewing Company. It's phenomenal. Yeah, you so can't go wrong with a flight oh. of pizza. Do you have a favorite one there? Uh, oddly enough, I I love the Wester Dog. Okay, oh, yeah. I don't like, think I've ever had that one. It's the what? strangest thing possible. Yeah, I can't do it. The one with yeah. the hot dogs. Right? The hot dogs. Yeah, I can't do it outside oh. of a flight because I only want like two little pieces of it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. every time I eat those two little pieces, you know what it is? It's it's and again going back to the pic- it's the shredded pickles. Yeah. But it's just like the shredded pickles and the mustard. I'm just huh. like this shouldn't be on a pizza, yeah. but it is, and <laughs> I'm so, so happy. Yeah, my brain is loving it. Yeah, my yeah. brain is thrilled about it. Yeah. yeah, every time we do the pizza flight there, we do like two of the hog. Is it Hog Haven? Hog oh. Heaven. Hog Heaven. So good. That that one is is definitely my go-to. You they're all, they're all good. Uh, yeah. They are all yep. really good. You have a favorite craft beer in Michigan craft beer? So I actually or brewery besides the and, and it's you know and I'm not trying to suck up because we're here. Like I actually love Lost Art. I love mm. these guys. Their milkshake series has been phenomenal. I've loved everything they've put out for the past year. Like I have not had a bad beer in this building yet. Um, I speciation ales uh, over on wealthy. I love a crazy sour and they do some crazy sours. Um, I actually currently have, and this is the going to be the beer snob coming out. Uh, they did a series called the Laurentian series where they uh, partnered up with a bunch of other breweries around the five great lakes and oh, stored oh, beers for various amounts of time. All of them at least 18 months. Oh, so wow. yeah. What did that do? Like, was there a- super sour? Okay. So the longer you store a sour beer, the more sour it becomes. It has really? more time oh, to sweet. age and ferment. Yeah, and the flavor develops. Okay. So I've now had those aging in my basement for like total. It'll be up to almost four years before I'll crack into them. Ooh. So that kind of thing too. You can age just 
in your basement if you buy it. Yeah, let it go. Just let it go. Yeah, just sits in the glass. Yeah, God, I gotta try that. It's amazing. So I'm I I've loved what they've done. They have a lot of like. Like we were talking about earlier before we were on here, like with music, I love stuff that's like new and unique and like, oh my gosh, I've never heard of that before. I've never even thought about putting those things. Like, so they'll they'll throw stuff into beers where I'm like, wait a minute, what? Celery salt <laughs> and tamarind and cocoa nibs? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I'm gonna drink the heck out of this. <laughs> that one, let's do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and then do you have a favorite uh, domestic light beer that you kind of go to on weekends if you? If I'm just picking up a picking up a rack and going to the boys. Yeah. <laughs> nice. You know, uh, no, honestly, and, and it's funny, like, we were, we were all joking, it's a Coors Light. Yeah. I will grab a Coors Light. I will grab a, a rack of Coors Light if I'm just grabbing something at the grocery store that's no bull. That's not like they used to pay me money. <laughs> like, seems influenced. Yeah, right? See, it feels influenced. I, the actual influence behind that is I, I had a roommate for almost a decade, uh, John Calvaruso, and John's go-to beer was Coors Light. So if I was drinking with my buddy... That was what I would pick up to make sure he was drinking with me, right? I mm-hmm. grab like two, two like weird beers for me, six or twelve pack of Coors Light for my boy. Yeah. So that's you know that's still like my go to. Like, and yeah. if I ran out of beer and I wanted to keep drinking, I had to drink what he had, and that right. was Coors Light. And I was like, you know what? This isn't the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I can live with it. I can I can drink this and not hate myself in the morning. It is, but it isn't, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, all right. So one thing that we like to do. So everybody does like the Mount Rushmore of topics you know the, the your favorite four we do the banana boat for the infamous uh Dwayne wade lebron james picture love it um so we kind of do the banana boat what we wanted you to do is, is name your four favorite teams and then based off of those whether they're related or not based on our you know conversation that we've had we're going to try to guess your four favorite athletes of all time michigan related or not so let's go for it hopefully you have those ready yep. well start with your your four favorite Michigan teams. So my four favorite or Michigan teams, teams in general. So I went with yeah, I went with my four favorite teams. Um, I mean the the first one is you know I was I was raised an MSU kid, so I got to go with the first MSU team I saw win anything significant. You know ninety nine two thousand Michigan State basketball. Oh yeah, All Flintstones. Right. Like you know so good, so good. Um, that one is just one of those like I remember watching that title win. Like I rem- that's one of those like I remember moments. That know? was the first time I got into Michigan State basketball is that year, and obviously because you know they're a big deal at that time. Yeah, and sa- same here. Like I just think that was my introduction to college basketball as a whole, and it, yeah, awesome. Yeah, Great that team. was that was one of those like oh man, what a perfect moment to have happen. Yeah. Um, oh four Pistons going to work Pistons, my champion Pistons. Right. Yeah. You know, that's that was the like I was I my senior year of high school, like I yeah. graduated. Yeah. yeah, like that was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. Like the O four Pistons, the going to work Pistons, one hundred percent. Um, I was a child of the nineties, so in 96, I was ten years old. I had an uncle from Chicago, so I was decked okay. head to toe in Bulls gear. I did not know being from Michigan what a sin this was to love Michael Jordan. Same here. <laughs> But I I, I can't either. I can't ever yeah I can't ever stop the '96 Bulls are one of my favorite teams of all time. I loved it too. I, I, I was some, 11 years old. That's something about our like, era because we weren't there to enjoy the the real bad boys yeah, back in the exactly. '80s. Yeah, yeah, so we didn't know the struggle. No, we, we didn't. We, we didn't, didn't know, know the hatred. Yeah, exactly. No, right. All we knew was here's this amazing guy doing these crazy things we've never seen before. Yeah, it literally could not be beat. Yeah, but well, '96 though they they. Z- Sorry, I was going to say that they lost, but I'm questioning myself. No, that was the first year they came back and won. Yeah. 96, yeah. That was That was the comeback three, after. Three feet, three feet. That okay. was the comeback after Space Jam. Right. Got it. I remember the the video that we used to watch all the time of Michael Jordan highlights at Grandma and Grandpa's. Oh, yeah. We used to spend hours watching a 20-minute video. Was it Michael Jordan's playground? 
I don't remember the name um, of it to be so honest. So later on, I got I I have like a four DVD set of like Michael Jordan all time highlights and all this crazy stuff. So that that's not what you're referring to, though. I think it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know the name. I, I couldn't recall right now. Yeah, there was a, there was a tape I had growing up called Michael Jordan's Playground. VHS. It was a VHS. Yeah. And it was like the story of Michael Jordan, and then a ton of highlights. Was it like red and blue letters all I over it? I remember this too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember anything other than like what it was called and it's what it was at the about. The bottom, like a Wheaties box, at one point, so everybody had it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like that. It's like VHS that anti-drug video with all the like cartoon characters. Like yeah, no one can tell so. you what it's called, but we all know we watched we it. All know yeah. We did. Yeah. yeah, we all saw it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the '96 Bulls, and then like the last one is is it was tough for me to choose because like growing up, my I, there weren't really a ton of like great sports teams of that era, right? Yeah. There wasn't really a lot to like cling on to for Michigan grades. Right? Yeah, least, like listen, yeah. I'm a Michigan State kid. There was nothing for me in the '90s. It was a rough time for me. Um, but I went with one that that is just one of those like as a dad, it's a special moment for me. The trouble with the snap game. So great. The 2015 uh, Michigan State Spartans. Yeah. <laughs> I and and here is here is my backstory for it because it's it's my my son's first like significant sports memory with dad. Yeah. Okay. So my kid was seven years old. We're sitting on the couch. It's the first time I've gotten him to sit down for a whole game. We did his sure. first live game a year earlier. Took him to the Air Force game because you want to see a win for your first game, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> So we take him to MSU Air Force. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm six years old. This, the, I'll remember this maybe. Whatever. Thanks, Dad. Seven years old, and he still talks about this. We're watching this game, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is over. Yeah. I've, I've resigned myself to another year of, of oh, yeah. taking beatings from Wolverine fans. <laughs> I have resigned myself to just like, this is going to be terrible. And my kid looks at me. He goes, What's going on, Dad? I was like, well, they're going to punt it away, and then the game's going to be over. Thank you. Michigan State's going to lose. Right. And he has trouble with the snap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't. My kid is jumping up and down. We're hugging each other. We're freaking out. We're calling Grandpa. Like, we're just... It's one of those first moments where I think he understood. Yeah. Where yeah. I think he really got it. Like, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is why dad hurts himself watching the Lions every week. <laughs> like this is it. It's for moments like this. Yeah. For when moments like this come sure. that you get to you get to be a part of it. Right. Yeah. Like you were invested in this. You you took two hours out of your life. Yeah. You thought you were you were on the brink of defeat and you snatched it back. Yeah. David Watts Jackson. <laughs> Some Australian punter decided to throw the ball backwards. It was what a I used, to, I used to have a drop of that. Sam took it from me. I did. Oh. I did. It yeah, was, took it away. It got, it got very over overused. It did get away. We had we had twenty limit and then it just disappeared automatically. I didn't delete it at all. It was just <laughs> happened to disappear after the first episode. Um, no, but I I feel like that's such a big moment in general. Like I hate that I was on. I'm a Michigan fan. Yeah, hate I was on that side of it. Um, but man, that that doesn't happen. No, it, it just doesn't. It will never happen again. Yeah, no, it won't. It, it's it's <laughs> one of those yeah. one of those moments where like you you don't like I'll never forget sitting in the living room on the no. couch with my kid and like he'll never forget it either. Yeah. So as much as otherwise, the 2015 Michigan State Spartans are an inconsequential team in the, are, in the yeah. scope of things. Right. Yep. In in the scope of my life, that is a very consequential moment. It's a very big moment. Yeah. yeah. So for me, if you you know, it's on my personal banana boat. This is my banana boat. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> for sure. No, I love it. So what we want to do now is we're gonna get eight opportunities to guess your four favorite athletes of all time. Okay. 
Um, we're going to try to move quick. I think the safe choice is Jordan, right, guys? Yeah. We, yeah. Like, yeah. I was going to say, I gave you once. You, you got seven chances one. to get the other three. Yep. Yeah. So, we're, all right. I mean, I don't know anything about the, the Flintstones, personally. But I'm wondering if it's really related to that or if we should get more in depth of just uh, he, the Barry first, Sanders. The first maybe? couple guys that came to mind were Magic Johnson, Mateen Cleaves. Okay. Yeah, of Cleaves. Morris Peterson. Mo Pete. Mo Pete. Uh, oh, that's a big one. That's a big that's one. That's pretty oh. good. Is that an official guess? I think it should be after <laughs> that point. <laughs> I, I could not control myself. Yeah, Mo Pete is actually. All one right, of Mo them. Pete. So we're two right. for two. You wrote Mo Pete? He had it written down. Bro, uh, so <laughs> look how pumped. I even loved like Toronto Raptors Mo Pete. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Good. Bro, Toronto Raptors, yeah, yeah. like when it was him and Del Curry <laughs> shooting the lights out yeah. from three. Oh, baby. That was that was my jam. Late night Toronto Raptors games. So, oh. so underrated. So player, underrated. Yeah. Listen. He was one of those guys where like nobody talked about him, but he was still in the league for like twenty years. Yeah, yeah. like I think he retired last year. I'm not sure he might be in the big three. <laughs> Did he score 25 last game in the finals? He might have put up. Yeah, it was him who actually passed it to Jay Wu Holiday. That's yeah. crazy. If he was a former Piston, he had a good playoff. I think. No. Yeah. yeah. Former, didn't former Pistons just clean up? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they always do. Those yeah, former yeah. Pistons are good. Make sure you cut that, John. So um, <laughs> it's, like, it's like former Tigers. <laughs> Nobody got the joke. <laughs> Dang it! Blew it. Hey, when that happens. That's sale. All right, so we got we got a few more here. We got to move move right along here. All right, let's do it. Do you want to go, like, go with like a Barry Sanders, or, or do you think we should re- or we Calvin? Should focus what do you think about Calvin his, on his list here? Not he had no lions on there. Ninety six bulls. Ninety six bulls. You think there's you think there's two Pippen? bulls players? I doubt it. Pippen Rodman. Ooh. Oh, I think it. Ooh, I don't think it'll might. be. Oh, the worm. Rodman was the part worm. of the Pistons. Too, the worm. So. You guys want to go Rodman or Pippen? The worm. I don't think Rodman. it's gonna be either. Personally, I wouldn't. I wouldn't but you I go either. with it. All right, Kyle, your choice here. Well, between those two, yeah. Uh, Rodman. You guys are three for three. Are we really? <laughs> no way. So, I had the worm written down too. <laughs> yeah. All right. Smokes. What's your fourth guess? I got it, but I'll let you guys take a couple. Oh cracks no! If, if give us some yeah. names here. My West Michigan mom hated <laughs> that Dennis Rodman was one of my favorite players. I yep. Despised yeah, it. But it's Absolutely like a little bit of rebellion, so, a little. Oh bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, was, yeah. listen. I was I was uh, like I was a kid who was six foot. Like I'm six foot three. I think now six foot two, six foot three, depending on who's asking. Um, but. I never like I've been this tall since I was in like fifth grade. Right. Oh no, kidding. so I just never grew. Like right. I like I hit, I spurted, and then I was like, "Nope, sorry, kid." You're good. But I always thought I was gonna be like I was gonna be Dennis Rodman. I couldn't shoot. I couldn't do anything. But you know what? I could bang people around and yeah. I could get rebounds. That scrappy. was it. Yeah. yeah, I was. I was scrappy. So, so. I, I think I'm gonna throw. Are you guys okay with me throwing a guess out? I'm thinking absolutely. I'm gonna say Big Ben. Yeah, Ben Wallace. That was gonna be mine. So I loved Big Ben, but he would not make my top four. Okay. Um, partially just because like I had like these strange loves for other players already. So there's a little hint for you guys. It was Ooh, pre okay. going to work pre- Pistons is where Pistons. my my last one exists. Is it basketball? It is not basketball. So it's got to be Barry. Got to be right? Barry. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders. Yeah. You're in the right era. Ooh. Oh, Lions football. Oh, oh, is this? Did you bring him up all the time in on, on Big Drew and Jim? Like. Herman it's Moore. kind of like a joke, the fullback. It's got to be, yep. be Herman Moore. Uh, Corey Schlesinger? It's Corey Schlesinger. Yes! <laughs> Still holds the NFL record for most smashed face masks <laughs> in a single season. <laughs> Again, what? guys, I was big and I was slow, but damn it, I was tough. <laughs> I could take a hit. I could keep moving, and that was Corey Schlesinger. You're going to smash your face mask. Listen, Barry Sanders was so amazing, partially because Corey Schlesinger he, opened up holes for him. He really did. Very he true. really did. The fullback is the most undervalued position in all of football. I will maintain this forever. Great teams have great fullbacks. That's just how it is. My, my, my 15 hours a week 
listening to him on the radio has finally paid off. <laughs> there you yes, go. There you go. Paid off. Finally paid off. Yeah. So. Um, no other. Yeah, other good guesses. Charles Barkley is in my top ten. Like uh, Dandy Don Muleback, Don Kelly. But yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, the Tiger uh, you mentioned. Yeah. Don Kelly. Oh, dude, Don freaking Kelly. I like watching Barkley swing the clubs. It That's so awkward. Oh, I love it. Hilarious. Oh. Drinking craft beer, having fun, and talking sports in the state of Michigan. You're listening to State of My Sports. That was a good time catching up with Drew, learning more about him. Drew, more wanted, about a, uh, Drew wanted a Suns score. Oh. 45-40, Suns are up. 45 seconds left in the second quarter. Let's Ooh. go game seven. Ooh, yeah. Let's go game seven. I wouldn't mind a game seven. I might actually turn on a basketball game to watch a game seven. <laughs> there, you there you go. I haven't done that in all year. I haven't watched one basketball yeah, game. Yeah, too long. I actually tried to watch the Pistons because it was last year. You hyped them up so hard. You're like, they're going to be a really fun team to watch. Is they're just, be they awesome? are a fun team to watch. No, no before last year, but like oh, going yeah. into Blake Griffin, Pistons, yeah, not, not fun. No. Not fun. Uh, yeah, I was like, no, right? I will never trust Ryan <laughs> with fun fun basketball again. But we are going to talk some basketball. I want to give us some time to, to catch up on, on what's going on in, in the I mean Detroit. They won the, the rigged lottery. Why, why is the rigged lottery going to Detroit's way? The rigged lottery is going Detroit's way because every now and then you have to throw them off. Yeah. Every now and then, <laughs> just to show them that they're yeah. Not, yeah. it's not rigged. Yeah, exactly. Exa- you have to prove it. Yeah, you need you have exceptions, to also exceptions to prove rules. Yeah, Detroit is also still, I believe, still technically a top ten media market in this country. That's true. So, like it or not, yeah. still a top ten media market. I, I I did not see that coming. I didn't think there was any way. I thought we were going to get number five or six, and it was going to be you know the same thing that always happens. I thought it was going to be yeah, like what happened with the Red Wings in like in that draft well, lottery. Like, yes, I thought it was gonna, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah. was expecting another screw job, like third, and we'd end up with Le- Mobley out of, uh, oh out of USC. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And he'd yeah. just be like a decent big guy like yeah. we've had for the last 15 years. Yeah. So, I I mean, the Pistons, they found Troy Weaver. And I think what he has done – and, I, I mean, how, is this his second full year? Like, did we hire second, him too? Second year, yeah. So, I mean, what he did la- in last year's draft was very impressive. Very. And I think Red Wings fans will probably say Eisenman's the most trusted GM in Detroit mainly because of what he's done elsewhere. His track record. I think what Troy yeah. Weaver's done so far with that short amount of time in Detroit, I mean, makes him probably the most trusted GM in Detroit sports. Is that is that a fair analysis, I guess? Not really an analysis, but I, a I mean, fair I think you, statement? You, you have to have the argument for that right now. Yes. I mean, after what he did after year one, and then now we're in the position we're in going into this draft class with – setting the team up for not only having the season that they had with giving themselves an opportunity to get the number one overall pick, but the way they did it too is they competed with young players. They were, they were in so many games. They were the worst team in the NBA in the last like second half of the fourth quarter. It wasn't even close. They just lost all those games. But the important part is they competed. So I don't know how – I don't know if that's just like random luck, but I think there's got to be some sort of design – We've gone through too many of these GMs to um, that haven't done it this way. I think he's proven himself at this point that yes, it, it is some talent. It is some some of his reputations coming through, and it's real. He's proven that. Yeah. yeah, I think the argument is: Are you looking at what they've done or what they're doing? Right. If you're arguing for Eiserman, you're looking at what he's done. He mm-hmm. has built multiple time Cup winners. Not here yet, though. Mm-hmm. Right. We aren't seeing any anyone Eiserman picked that's going on the ice and making us go right. Wow. Troy Weaver 
turned one pick into multiple picks into guys who are, are going to be three guys starting in the lineup. Yeah. Like, I, I fully expect the starting lineup to include, you know, Hayes, Beef Stew, and Bay. Like, it's, yeah. it should include all three of them with Cade Cunningham yeah. and Jeremy Grant. Like, yeah. I want that lineup. I want it now. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds amazing. I, I think one of the things that he did that I was most impressive, impressed with was when he did cut ties with Blake Griffin. Yep. That was a really tough decision. And a decision that I don't think ownership necessarily wanted to do because that's why they brought him in the first place. They wanted that shiny, pretty Superstar. thing that, that sells tickets just because of the name on the back of the jersey. Yep. And I feel like Weaver kind of talked um, Gore's out of it, and, and he showed him a plan, and I think that was a, a big deal. Look, I mean, we'd love to see a return off of it, like a trade instead of a release and all that good stuff, it, it, but his hands are tied. But the fact that he was still okay with just saying, hey, it's not going to be popular necessarily, but it's going to be the right thing to do, uh, that right there was like, he, he went uh, – what he did in the draft was one thing, but when he cut ties with Blake Griffin and decided to choose a direction, I was like, finally. That's exactly what this, this organization's needed is choose a direction, and that was rebuild. And it's going to be a tough couple years probably, but stick to the plan, and, and it, it'll work. I, I will know? say that Blake Griffin made it really easy on him by posting up from the three-point line for – 55 games that season. I mean, that's honestly. the thing. I, yeah. I think it got to a point where it wasn't that hard of a decision. Yeah. Like he's not. Fans kind of turned on him yeah. at, at some point with Blake Griffin. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I think the majority of fans forgot how much Blake Griffin sacrificed, like his body, his knees, yeah. good years yeah. of his career that yeah. he gave to a terrible Pistons team, willing them into a playoffs they had no right to be in. Like, mm-hmm. And then getting injured down the way, like and fighting through a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I think when you know, I, I, I will. I had the same reaction a lot of fans did when I saw him dunk with the Nets for the first time. Yeah. They all bleep you, dude. <laughs> Seriously, that was so funny. First game, first game for real. Just yeah. posterizing. Oh, and like Twitter was on fire for it, and like again, he deserved it. He deserved that heat in that, that moment. He did, and then the well, takes the next day were much more measured. Yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. Was it was it the second game? Like his second game in Brooklyn against Detroit. Yeah, yeah. And he he dunked a couple times. I was well, they, oh, yeah, and then he then they beat him, which yeah. is what you do. Is no fly right? zone, son. Yeah, they beat him, but then, and they were in his face. Like they actually were John back and forth yeah. with yeah. him quite a bit. Oh no, I I think his teammates from this season, as much as again he gave it in the past seasons, I think his teammates from this year were like, dude, for real, yeah. you couldn't have showed up for like a few weeks. Like you could you could really. Yeah. We couldn't have gotten this from you for like a little bit at least. So yeah, I, I think him in the locker room was causing more issues, and as soon as he was gone, it allowed these rookies to kind of come into their own. It was a, not. It was a perfect picture with Isaiah Stewart standing up, not complaining with fouls are called against him. He's like standing up like a man, and Blake Griffin's down on the ground crying for a foul. Like it, to me, it was just like the perfect picture of like old school, get out of here, new school. This is this is back to. The back to work kind of Pistons. Yeah. So Drew, you've, you brought up um, Tate oh, Cade. Tough. Are you in the Tate Cade or bust type type mode here? Hashtag just take Cade. Yeah. Hashtag don't take it. Just it. don't don't overthink this. Yeah, I'm with you. Don't overthink this. I mean, I listen. If you're playing NBA, like you're playing NBA 2K, you draft a tall point guard who can shoot. Cade Cunningham is a tall point guard who can shoot. He can see over defenders. He he can he can watch the floor. His defense needs some work. He's a little turnover prone. I'll take that. Yeah. Him and Killian Hayes running the offense for Detroit for the next 5, 10, 15, however long they want to stay, give it to me. If Killian Hayes is half as good as the glimpses we got, 
right? Oh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. got glimpses. Yeah. 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 Listen, he, and he can Cade play off ball. Yeah, yeah, he can. And Cade can play off ball. I agree. It's a, Listen, and I'm not saying that this is who these two guys will be, but when you get a chance to draft a duo that you could do Steph Curry, Clay Thompson with, on ball, off ball, on ball, off ball, doesn't matter who's in charge. You can both run the offense, and whoever's open can knock down whatever shot you give them. Boom. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and you think about what the Pistons are lacking right now. They're, they really are lacking the guy with the ball in the hands at the end of the game to make the right decisions. And that is Cade's calling card at this point. Like, he is the guy that has the ball in his hands. He, like you said, he's tall. He, he, can, he sees the floor. He can make the right decisions. He can shoot the ball whenever he needs to. He can make the, the right pass when he needs to. And that's, that's the missing part of, of what, what the Pistons don't have right now. We have great athletes, you know, uh, uh, Green in the draft, Jalen Green, he is known for being an amazing uh, generational type of athlete. We already have amazing athletes on the team. We have, we have Diallo, who used to be a, a, a dunk champion like two, two years ago. Like the guy's in, in his prime physically. He can do that. Josh Jackson is a freak athletically. He, he runs people down, and he's an amazing defender. That's not what this team is missing. This team is missing a leader with that has the ball in his hands, takes a little pressure off of uh, Killian Hayes so that he can grow up a little bit and, and feel more comfortable in his own skin. And this is exactly what Cade brings to the table. You do not pass on a, on a guy like this. It, where his calling card is uh, IQ, basketball IQ. Those guys stick around. He's not relying on his, on his athleticism to be a, a, uh, an amazing NBA player. So I, I, I tried to kind of get cute and put, a, put some time into this last night and find – what the Houston Rockets could offer. Am I, just, am I just spinning my tires here? It's not worth moving down, getting Jalen Green. I mean, yeah, if you get 17 first-round picks and <laughs> move down and get Jalen Green, that's one thing. If but, it's, if it's I mean, it's got to be reasonable yeah. to, to an extent. Obviously, it, <laughs> there's nothing that, that really makes Ryan makes you would want to move down. And I, we don't need to open not, the can. Not for Houston. Not for Houston. I would only say that the, that the Thunder – have have the only um, package I think that would work for uh, for Cade. I think they're the only ones, and if they're getting rid of, getting rid of Shea Gilgis Alexander, then that's something that I would be like, oh, you are and and picks. Okay, yeah, well then we're talking. Right. Like, let's well, talk about that, that. What would that take? I don't think down that. To, like, I don't think it'll five? ever happen. I don't think it'll ever happen. No. But that's my only trade scenario that I think I I would feel would be worth it. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, I don't agree even. I don't even think Golden State has the ammo to come up to one. I just yeah. don't. I, I'm not that high on Wiseman. I I don't value their two lottery picks as much as I value Kate Cunningham. Yeah. I don't care about getting last year's number one. I don't. I don't. He wasn't that great. Yeah. yeah. And you have this year's. There's you have this year's number one. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. And I, I don't want, in no offense, I don't want an outdated big man who can't shoot the three. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I've heard the, the way that people say it is, you won the lottery. Don't spend your lottery winnings on lottery tickets. Yeah. yeah. And that's what it feels like this would be if you trade for future first-round picks and all that, all that stuff. Um, but, I mean, other than it, it's take Cade. And I've been kind of 50-50 on it. I. I don't. I'm done with the basketball. I don't care a whole lot about it. I'm going to I'm as done, soon as they're done with they're, the basketball. As soon as they're <laughs> like they're like, I'll watch and, and so, but I don't see what people what other people see and all that good stuff. Uh, but like, yeah, just take Kate and he was at the Tigers game yesterday, so that, that's kind of cool. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crowd went that, nuts. That's for kind him. of a, another Dude, thing. I so. want, we want Kate. We a, want Kate. Yeah. We. Oh my gosh. <laughs> awesome. It, yeah. it better. It better happen. Well, um, he, he fits in the whole rebuild. I mean, they got Jeremy Grant. What's what does he do? He plays defense and he's big, tall, and long. Like 
that that's what uh, Troy Weaver has been doing with this pick and or with the team up until this point with the rebuild, and that he fits he fits exactly what they're missing at this point. Yeah, so we're gonna keep on keep on moving here with with some uh, Detroit Lions talk. I don't want to go too much into it. Okay, like I, I was, Good we were luck. gonna talk Hawkinson, we were gonna I'm talk some some Jared Goff, and all, all that stuff. But, but <laughs> one, on. what, these were one of the moments that I was like, I can't wait to wake up and listen to Big Drew and Jim. Yeah, and <laughs> it wasn't there for me. So what I'm gonna do is this is gonna be a pretty simple. Drew, you, you really pretty, let him down. I know. Pretty <laughs> simple. I feel bad. Um, <laughs> short and sweet topic here, and we'll get into a little bit of Red Wings after that. But Drew, I want to know your take on on the Stafford trade and just the regime in general. I mean, let's start with let's start with the head coach, Dan Campbell. What do you think about this guy? Do you think it's it's any different, or is, is this guy just a character? Caricature? Lions fans are my favorite people. <laughs> they are my favorite people because they are the most delusional humans on the planet. <laughs> this is what okay. I try to say to Sam. Yeah, look. <laughs> I, Lions fans, I love y'all. Let me look directly into the camera. I love y'all. I love you very, very much. You guys pay some of my best friend's salaries. God bless you. <laughs> y'all are crazy. We just ran a clown out of town, and y'all are celebrating a new type of clown <laughs> oh, before really? he's won a game. Yeah. Look, the man wins games. I'll give him all the respect in the world. Bite all the kneecaps you want, buddy. Have a kneecap buffet. <laughs> Go to town. Whatever other body part you fancy, baby. Have at it. I'll serve it up for you medium rare. I'll grill it. We'll hibachi it. Whatever you want to do. Win a game first. Yeah. Bro, win it. Win a game. This Winning cures everything. This is the right? best Lions take that this podcast has ever had. <laughs> oh, don't <laughs> hate on me too Listen, much. If Patty, if, if if old Patty had started winning at the end, no one would have cared about what a jerk he was. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. If Very he true. won football games, he could have been the biggest jerk on the planet. See, Belichick, comma Bill. Yeah, like that's that's the only reference point you need. You win games. I don't care if you wear a motorcycle helmet to go to the bathroom. I don't care. <laughs> I might try that. Uh, yeah, right. Well, whatever. <laughs> Win life. Whatever the guy does, uh, if he wins football games, awesome. Yeah, awesome. I don't. I don't. You know, biting kneecaps, fire him up, get people excited. Cool. I'm not the guy you're trying to sell, sir. Yeah. I'm going to be there every Sunday, no matter what, watching football. You want to bite kneecaps on the way there? Cool, bro. Win football games. We're good. Mm. <laughs> I just can't get behind all these people. Like the Lions are going to be better than you think they are. No, they're not. <laughs> Who the hell is catching the football? Sam, he's talking directly to you. I know. That's why I, I, I told John to cut the mic, so he's just he's talking. Cut, he'll try this to is cut where, this this is is where he'll wait, normally be leading a what, comment. What's happening? No, I'm, very, no I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. This is not good for the podcast. We're, we're lions positive. Lions that's positive. Ah, happy no, thoughts. Happy I will thoughts. tell you. I will tell you. I like this bit you have on here about Hawkinson. I do think the guy is going to take leaps and bounds. Yeah. When they get a real quarterback, yeah. So you don't think it's going to be a golf? So here's my Hodgson my bone connection. to pick with the Stafford, the whole Stafford deal, right? Yeah. I wish they would have taken a lesser talent in return. I wish they would have taken a lesser talent in return, specifically golf. Specifically golf, like like I wish you would have taken a bottom of the barrel talent, somebody who's just serviceable, just a guy who can sling it. I don't care. I wanted more picks. Yeah. You know, he said uh, don't don't win the lottery and then spend it on lotto tickets. That's true. We had tried to invest our lotto winnings with Matthew Stafford previously. We were unable to invest properly. Time to reinvest yeah. in lotto tickets. Because Jared Goff, we know what he is. Mm. He was dead last in completions over 21 yards last year for accuracy. Dead last. You want TJ Hawkinson to blossom and bloom? <laughs> He's got to be past with five-yard five routes. He's got to do with five-yard routes. Yeah. Dink and doink, dink and doink, dink and doink. With our great running game? 
That'll go well. Yeah. Maybe we'll throw it down the field to. Let me check my notes. <laughs> no one. Quintus Literally Cephas. no one. Quintus, is <laughs> Quintus Cephas, whose specialty in college was not the deep ball. <laughs> he looks so it was on the deep ball. Sam, too. can you tell me what his specialty in college was? Uh, he was just big, wasn't he? That's right. Five yard routes across the middle. <laughs> it was five yard routes across the middle and being big. That was Je- his thing. Jeff Okuda, that was his uh, number one wide receiver. Hardest to guard. Yeah, hardest to guard. Hardest guard. You remember that? I do remember. Oh, this is my favorite that. Lions talk we've ever had on this. Yeah. Podcast. So Hawkinson, he. So the ESPN's been doing uh, some fresh. lists yeah. of like kind of naming the top ten position, and Hawkinson fell at number five, uh, which I thought was a little higher than I, I expected him to be. Um, basically, they just said, I mean, he's emerged, and I think over the last year, I mean, definitely, he was he was Stafford's go to guy for the majority of the season. I, I would say. Um, but I agree. I, I don't think he's going to take another step up when you have Jared Goff throwing him the ball. Well, well, no. And, and listen, if I'm a defense right now, who am I covering besides TJ Hawkins? Like, <laughs> the reason the George Kittle thing works is because they had other wide receivers, right? The, yeah. the reason Travis Kelsey works is because you can zing it to those speed guys on the outside anytime where you're, you're focused too much on Kelsey in the middle. Cool. We're going to burn you deep every day yeah. of the week. Yeah. Then you got to protect that. <laughs> like I, I listen, I want to like Brad Holmes very much. I want to like him very much. This this draft this was not an encouraging draft for me. The lack of oh, focus really? on the wide receiver position because wide receivers, you guys may have noticed, they occasionally take some time to develop in this league. Mm-hmm. They occasionally take some time to develop as there's currently and I uh, was in Keel Harry requesting his way out of uh, New England already. Yep. Yeah. 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 Because he's not seeing the field. If I'm the Detroit Lions, I had a unique situation this season where I could have had a young wide receiver see the field all season long. Would you have gone the first pick? No. Wide rec- no. no. Do you like that. the Penny oh, Sewell yeah. pick? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Listen, you build in the trenches. This offensive line is sure. going to be massive for whoever the future quarterback is, the once and future king, whoever he is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. May long he reign. But <laughs> whoever they take next year, whoever that is, I don't know. Yeah. 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 yeah, whatever. Whoever it is, I'll, we'll believe in them until we don't. Yeah. Rattler. So, Rattler. So can, so, <laughs> what a Detroit name, by the way. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Spencer Rattler. It's like somebody you could name a car. Yeah. You know, like the Plymouth Rattler. Oh. <laughs> What'd you get? Oh, I got the Rattler package, bro. <laughs> right. No, I, I am like, this is, this is an interesting topic to me because I feel like you can't have it both ways with Brad Holmes being the GM that you, like you were discouraged by the draft, but then we're also talking about taking a, a quarterback next year or the week or, or the year after. Yeah. And w- is that all part of the plan that they're building the trenches first? They're building from the inside out and then eventually they're going to get the wide receivers, the quarterback, the skill positions. So this is one of those things that like doing this as long as I did it, you kind of like, and it's one of those things that I think I had to teach. I don't want to say I had to teach Jim because I think I learned a lot more from Jim than Jim ever learned from me. <laughs> um, it doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? Like I didn't love the draft because I didn't like the lack of focus on wide receiver, but I can understand the vision, right? Mm-hmm. I can see that there's a larger plan at work. And then if the larger plan doesn't work out, I can go back and say, ah, see, I crapped on your draft. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there was something wrong with your terrible plan. <laughs> yeah. It's but, you know, it's, out. Yeah. It's a long, it's a long game. It is I, a long game. What I, what I like about it is it wasn't trying to be flashy. True. Like they actually did what they wanted to do. And if they have a plan, like, I mean, how long has it been since the Lions have been good? Since the 1950s? Oh, God. Well, I mean, Early were, Barry Sanders. Good. Early yeah. Barry Sanders, I guess. So, I, I mean, at least they're doing something that they believe in, and they're not going after wide receiver after wide receiver after wide receiver like we saw in the 2000s in, in those drafts, and it was just absolutely ridiculous. How many first and second round running backs did we go through A year lot. after year? True, true. But I would point out that in that era, right, 
the Lions were trying to be smartest guy in the room, doing things no one else was doing. They were. In this era, in this current era of football, early, like early second round, late first round wide receivers have been amazing. I had J- Justin Jefferson types. Oh, oh, it was uh, less. Uh, was it Claypool in Claypool? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Steelers. Yeah. You know, um, you've 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 seen this. It's been a trend. Yep. Like, and the fact that you came out of arguably two of the most wide receiver rich draft classes in history with nothing to show for it besides Quintez Cephas. Who might lose his job this year. Who could possibly not so be a starter. <laughs> nobody. To, yeah, because, I don't know, someone walked in. Nobody. Yeah. So that's that's my biggest thing, is, yeah. is if you're Brad Holmes and you believe in yourself, I think he passed on available wide receivers to focus on the plan, yeah. right? I think at some point, though, as Jeff Risen and I used to yell about a lot of the show, you do have to throw the ball to someone. And it can't just be DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Fair I, point. Yeah. I mean, it'll be, it'll be really interesting. I think the Lions is – you get a lot of extremes. You yeah. got guys that are, oh, they're going to be better than they think. And other guys are no, – Well, it depends on what you think. They're going to be awful. <laughs> I think they're going to win two games. If you think they'll win more than two games, then, yeah, okay, cool. I'll give you that. They might win more than two games. Yeah. That's <laughs> three. They could win three. Three is still really bad. I just – you know, again, I, I wanted – that when you traded away Stafford, it needed to signal, like, we're going to be bad for, like, two or three years. Yeah. Like, we're going to be real bad. Yeah. Unfortunately, Jared Goff is that just above really bad that's going <laughs> to piss me off until he leaves. That's Alliance. Yeah, it's Alliance. <laughs> just above really bad. From one bad, bad franchise to another, I did want to talk a little bit about the Detroit Red Wings. Um, they made some uh, moves this weekend. Uh, Nick Letty trade. So basically, in exchange for Letty, the Wings sent forward Richard Panic uh, in the number 52 overall pick. Uh, in the 2021 draft uh, to the Islanders. Panic was the throw-in in April's Anthony Mantha, Jacob Vrana trade deadline deal. And in the pick was one general manager, Steve Eiserman acquired at the 2020 deadline in the Andreas Athanasiu deal to Edmonton. Um, Letty is 30, has one year left on his contract with $5.5 million cap hit. Uh, he's regarded as an offensive defenseman, having recorded 336 points, 65 goals, 271 assists, and 700, 776 games. Um, I I expected to jump on Sports Talk Radio, Detroit Sports Talk, and people be praising this this trade. Most of the hosts were. A lot of the callers were like, this is the dumbest trade ever, and I, I just don't understand it. Um, you gave up a second-round pick. Um, it's probably the only downside to the trade. Basically, like you look at a guy like Nick Letty. The dude's coming in. You're, you're going to sign a defenseman either way. You know what I mean? Like He filled a role that you don't have to overpay for a defenseman or overpromise. You know what I mean? Like You don't have to turn – you don't have to give a guy three-year deals just because he's 30 years old. And he wants to get one more contract type thing. You don't. You don't have to overpromise for this guy. You got a guy. Maybe you're overpaying him at f- what five point five million? I think it is. But who cares? The Red Wings cap space is in perfect position right now that you can overpay for somebody. It, but what what you did by bringing him in is he can come in and be the the you know mentor that this organization needs for our young defenseman. And I tell you what, he could be one of the highest valued defenseman at the trade deadline. He's played in so mm-hmm. many playoff games over the last couple of years. I have the 23 playoff games um, in the last two years, I think, um, when the Islanders, 
that's a ton. 121 playoff games in his career. He's going to be highly touted at the trade deadline if the Red Wings aren't even close, which it's it's hard to say what's going to happen with, with the rest of the offseason so and, and more heading than into the year. Sellers. But they're more than likely going to be sellers, and yep. he will be a defenseman that people get in. So that that's what you think this trade was, that he was saying, I can get a better return for him next year than the second-round pick. I, I look at it a little kind of. I think not necessarily better return, but more a immediate. wash, a wash return and a now return. And because if, you, if, if, if you're going to sign a guy, let, let's bring up Stahl, who, who was on the, the team last year. Yep. They didn't trade him at the deadline. I wish they would have. But like, if you re-sign a guy like that, he's going to get two or three years minimum. Or any other defenseman like that is worth a crap, you're going to get two or three years minimum on a deal. Well, two or three years is is when the dead or when the, he's valuable at the trade deadline mainly, you know what I mean. So people are going to be trading for a guy that's has a lot of money, has a lot of experience, and years that left on his deal. That's just not going to happen. So what you can do is eat his salary, get high value for a guy like that. And I I personally love the trade. Yeah, it sucks giving up a second round pick. We don't need a second round pick. Right. Right. We don't need that. Nope. Right now the the organization needs to be focusing on quality not quantity the last couple years was all about quantity and eisman's done an unbelievable job he's he's we still have quantity in the in these upcoming picks we we still have two second round picks i think two third round picks and two first round picks. two ones two twos two threes so (laughs) we can get the quantity do you think he's strictly just a trade asset or do you think at some like at some point i mean you could sign him to a two-year three-year four-year deal if if it, if the need calls for it. He's a mentor, first of all. Right. He's a piece that we need, offensive right. defenseman. Yep. He's going to run the power play. We need that because we don't have any of it. He's perfect for, for what this organization is trying to do. And then he's a trade piece. It's coming soon. So he's going to be good for the team. He's better He's better than Stahl. He's cheaper than Stahl. Yeah. He's a has more experience than Stahl. Yep. So, I mean... He, this is the – I know we gave up a second-round pick rather than gained a second-round pick when we took on Stahl's contract. It's way Fine. different than that. This is a we, – we got a good defenseman, and he's going to be valuable for the team. He's going to be valuable for another team down the road, and, and Eisenman's going to take advantage of it. Also, the, the list came out from exposed and protected. Not a ton of surprises. I think the biggest surprise um, was the fact that Chalowski was, was exposed. Um He's the I want to say he was a first round pick. He might have been early second, um, but he's kind of been up and down a lot. Grand Rapids, yep. I, in, in Detroit, around. bounced yep. around. He hasn't really it hasn't clicked for him. We'll see. It sounds like it's going to be Stetcher that that the Kraken are going to take though. So I think we'll still have Dennis Chalowski. Um, Possibly Nemestikov. That was another it, interesting one to me. Yeah. Um, I personally would rather protect Nemestikov over Giovanni Smith. I'm not a big Giovanni I, Smith guy. I don't get the Giovanni protection. Yeah, that seemed like a waste. Um, but, I mean, it's a very small thing that I question, and, and we'll see. I mean, they're not going to take Giovanni Smith. They're not going to take – No, no. They might take Nemestikov, I guess, but I don't know. It, 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 time will tell. It's not really a whole lot worth getting into – who's going to get taken and who the Red Wings are going to take at six. I'm not going to break down all the – people don't care. 
people don't want to know who I think the Red Wings are going to take at six because they're not going to take who I think they take. You know what I mean? Mm. I could do Just so like much research into this, and it's going to be completely different. Yep. And then I'm going to have to try to backtrack and try to sell you on the guy. Good I'm going to wait. You. I'm going to wait till the pick is made this weekend, and I'm going to dig a crap ton into that guy and let you know next week if I like the pick or not. Yeah. It's yep. not worth my time. Nobody knows these guys. Nobody that nobody listening knows these prospects. I hope they don't take a goalie. That's where I'm at. And if they take a goalie, then you're going to love it. Then I'm going to try to sell you on that on Tuesday. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, I know I'm bad at the hockey is I'm like, don't they need a goalie? <laughs> Aren't they bad at that spot yeah. either? Not at six, but the I mean, only the only argument you need is Stevie Y took him. Yeah, yeah. Stevie did it though, but Stevie did it. That's that's uh, that's the belief. Yeah. Right? I, Stevie did it. I think this week is going to be very interesting for the Red Wings. I could see them being very aggressive. They can control a lot of things because they have a ton of cap space. They have room to move. They're going to take advantage of the teams that aren't nearly as um, as comfortable. And, and I got the jazz, Jaws music here going, so. This is where when he goes Ryan's, Ryan's trying to wrap up. I, I said seven he, minutes. I'm at seven minutes, ten seconds. Yeah, no, I'm just yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm doing pretty yeah, good. To, I'm, yeah. I'm starting to wrap up. I'm trying to give you the nudge to get a bumper good job. ready. Good job. Um, bumper ready. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you explain this to me? What do I need to do when you just say bumper ready? Bumper. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. State of my sports. All right, one of the segments that I wanted to do here, and I, I think we got to condense it a little bit. So what I want people to be, be talking about here. So so I was I was working, I, I was talking to my coworker, his, his wife and kids. He has three kids. They were camping last week, and he was home all by himself. And I'm like, dude, what are you going to do for food? Like, in my head, it was if I didn't have my wife and kids to worry about with food, my wife making food and and watching what I'm eating and all that gets it like what would I do and how would I meal plan like <laughs> what this, are, does this have to be made at home it does not have to be made at home oh I it get can all be restaurants it can be restaurants <laughs> or was it that supposed to be restaurants no oh, no so <laughs> did you do restaurants I listed I, I like I wrote like specifically what I was ordering for certain meals <laughs> yes, but like, yeah. like I think what you're looking for is like like Friday night man because I, I had this happen recently my wife went out of town on a ghost hunt completely separate story um, a ghost hunt yeah that's her thing she's very spooky <laughs> it's not my jam yeah. um <laughs> But the first night away, you make something that whenever you're hungry for the rest of the weekend, you can just kind of dip back into. That's true. So you just yeah. make like, for me, it's like I, I make like, I cook up like two pounds of chorizo the first night my wife is gone. And then you have tacos the first night, right? Sure. Then the next day, I have breakfast not available. I would still be sleeping. Yeah, I, I'm I don't. Not a I would guy. not breakfast. I would right. sleep. Yeah. I would sleep rather than breakfast. Then you can make nachos. You can make oh, like a taco salad. Yeah. Like yep. you got options for lunch at that point, right? Yeah. So once you've got that that chorizo cooked up, because that's all the cooking I'm doing all weekend. I've made that two pounds of chorizo. I am not doing any more cooking. <laughs> that's ready. Okay, gotcha. That's <laughs> it. Saturday, I'm taking myself out. I'm gonna Uber down to Mezzo. If you guys have not been there in downtown GR, it's where Brian's books used to be. Phenomenal pre-Hispanic Mexican cuisine. Ooh, Unreal. Really? Yeah, they have a ceviche that is out of this world. I hate guacamole. I love their guacamole. No kidding. Whoa. I realize that's a contradictory statement, but I don't eat guacamole yeah, anywhere else. Yeah, I don't else. understand it. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't eat guacamole anywhere else other than when I am at Mezzo. Like, I will not order it anywhere else. My wife Mezzo. will make it at home. I haven't I don't heard eat. of it. Really. Yeah, M-E-X-O. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ceviche right. and whatever Chef Oscar has on special, that is what I'm ordering. And Oscar. then I am, I am drinking Great. mezcal until I cannot move. 
<laughs> Once the Uber wow. driver has wheeled me into my home, right, yeah. <laughs> I will be ordering uh, delivery croissants from Nantucket in the morning. Ooh. Yeah. The all chocolate ones? That's my wife's thing. I, I like a, just a normal croissant. Just nice normal. butter croissant. Nice okay. little, you know, got that crispy crust. Yes. Oh, yep. yeah. And then uh, for lunch, I'm getting two orders of nori chickens dumplings with the soy garlic glaze. Ooh. Korean dumplings, deep fried, glazed with a soy garlic sauce. Money. That Boom. sounds awesome. Who is following that? Yeah. Wow. I feel like Kyle, he's... he's Come on, buddy. I see the wheels turning that. over yeah, there. Well, I see right, the wheels so turning. And for it, my first... Yeah, so I kind of went restaurants more than anything, right? I kind of agree with you guys on breakfast. I'm not a huge breakfast guy. Yeah. Uh, but, like, if I'm celebrating my first night of freedom here, I have five kids, uh, and everybody's gone. I'm <laughs> which has never happened. I, which has <laughs> never happened in my entire life in the last 10 years. So uh, I'm going to Roos Chris. Ooh, Ooh nice. okay. Um, first night? That's the first night. Yeah. Because it's not my best. It's not my favorite. But I figured, let's go get a, let's go get a steak. Let's go do that. The next morning, I'm going. I'm probably just going to go to Dunkin' Donuts and get coffee <laughs> because you're poor from the previous night, <laughs> right? Yes, I've, I've spent all my money. Well, that was kind of was asking too. Like, if he's saying like, "There's no repercussions," is what Sam's words are here. So I'm thinking like, that also means like financial and like <laughs> secret money. Um, yeah, I probably yeah, I'm broke now, so yeah. I just have to uh, have Dunkin', I guess. Um, for lunch, I had. Um, probably just some sort of sandwich uh, that I would make at home again because I'm broke, and that would be on sourdough from Nantucket. Oh yeah, um, yep, Sourdough's phenomenal bread. Oh, amazing yeah. waste of bread. You don't like sourdough? No. What? You're unrefined. What? Unrefined swine. That's yeah. what you are. <laughs> that you have no palate. I don't like I, sourdough. Don't like sourdough? What's a pallet? <laughs> I don't like the where other kind. Of where did you get unrefined swine? That is uh, awesome. That's great. My dad used to joke around about that. Um, for dinner, I'm going to Bodie's. Now, no way. Uh, Bodie's or I, I don't know which one. There's two. I think there's two. Maybe a third one now. But there's one in Saugatuck. There's one in East Grand Rapids. Both are phenomenal. East Grand Rapids. East Grand Rapids is their home. It's nice. the best. Nice. Now, that was the second one, right? Saugatuck was first, I think, right? Oh, I might have that backwards. I, I thought it was Eastern Abbott's oh, first. Oh, Saugatuck was first for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, but it's much, much smaller. And I like. I think I like Eastern Abbott's better. Um, but it's like it's like a high-end steakhouse. Again, probably more expensive than Rose Chris. Uh, but Is it's it local. more expensive? It's like it's it's local. It's yeah. good people. It's it, yeah. yeah. How is it more expensive? That's no, it already is. It is. I was gonna say probably like all like locally sourced and it's like more yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, they're yeah, not getting yeah. the bulk like Ruth's Chris discounts. Discounts. Right. Yeah, they're, they're right. Right. Be, yeah, yeah. Right. Their creme brulee is made with organic sugar. <laughs> yes, the good stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is good there. I don't. I dude. I don't doubt it at all. I've heard <laughs> nothing so but good, good things. Uh, Sunday is probably uh, Tim Hortons. Just to switch it up from Duncan. Because they're both delicious. Yeah. <laughs> no hate. Uh, and for Sunday, I don't know why, and maybe it's a after church thing or something like that, like from being from growing up. But every Sunday for lunch, I eat breakfast. Yeah. Uh, so I would probably, I don't know where I would go though. Like I don't, I don't eat breakfast out ever. So I don't know who has a phenomenal breakfast. West Side or Cafe? I think of like Sanchez. Duh. Uh, real food cafe. Real food. That is very yes, real that's, food that's cafe. Phenomenal. Yeah. Even, yep. right they in, take uh, even like Anna's yet? house. 
In Elgin. Oh, do they take card yet? <laughs> no. They used to be cash. No, they are. Real Food Cafe is still cash only, ladies and gentlemen. Real Food Cafe, one of those last bastions of greatness, cash only. Good business. Right to Alger Heights, right? There's an Alger Heights. There's also a Plainfield location. Plainfield, okay, yeah. Yeah. The Plainfield is right by oh, Ken's. Yeah. yeah, if you go to the I one, pro- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I pass yeah, on the way cool. to Wing Doozy. So, yep, so you get your get, get your breakfast, lunch there, and then go to Ken's and get some of the marshmallow fluff. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah, you get the fluff at Ken's. Oh, I'm going to pass. I, I my my were were awful compared to you guys. You guys are killing we're like, it. We like Taco Bell. I had like Taco Bell Arby's. in there. Um, Bell. You, you, you got to go Taco, Taco Bell. Bell at some point. I, thought, I, I think Taco is a necessity. Yeah. <laughs> Taco, I think, yeah. I think you need to finish this list. No, I, I'm not. If I'm going to listen, I will just hold on. But if you're going, I was going to say, Sam's is just to hops over and over until I cannot get any more five cent beers. If you're going to go drive through tacos in Grand Rapids, you got to go El Sombrero at least. You got to step your game up to El Sombrero at the very least. I love it, El Sombrero or an Adobe. Yeah. Yeah. Classic railroad taco. For drive through, but at that point, you might as well go to Taco Zalfignado. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair. Do they have a drive through there yet? No, they don't. Yeah. See? Because they're putting an El Cunado on Plainfield as well. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. Right at the highway. So what I would do. terrifies me. Dude, that chorizo taco is like. Crack. I'm the yeah. type of person that will never go and sit down in a restaurant by myself because I'd feel like the biggest loser. I love doing it. It is that. a so liberating I, experience. Is it? Is. I, I don't have liberating. The, I don't have the guts to do it. So what I would do is just call my friends and be like, "All right, where are you guys going to eat? I'm going to go meet up with you." Have That's you done a movie? Have you done a week. movie by yourself? No, dude. I barely what? go to movies with people. Oh, I like. I love doing that. I used <laughs> to do a movie by yourself. Find a movie you want to see that no one in your family wants to see. go by yourself. Well, off air, you were talking about Space Jam 2 being the greatest thing ever. So, like, you should probably... Is that... So, I have... Should yeah, I go yeah, see well Space played. Jam 2? <laughs> well played. Well played. Uh, go see Black uh, Widow. Honestly, go see... I thought Black Widow was phenomenal. I thought it was fun. Even if are you're you a not, Marvel guy? So, I am a superhero guy. I'm a nerd. I love all of it. I think the MCU has been fun. I'm not one of those worship at the feet of Marvel people. Sure, sure. But Black Widow was so much fun. Like it's was a it really? it's a spy that, movie, stuff explodes, David Harbour is hilarious, like There it, we go. It's a great summer film. Okay. It I is heard, a popcorn yeah. flick. Don't go in expecting to like be like, what? "Oh, my worldview has changed." Uh, that's the thing. I think, I think the, differently about animals. That's like, the, no. There's great jokes yeah. about explosions. Yes. It's you know. Fun. It's yeah. Fun. It's yeah. fun. There are beautiful women, stuff blows up. David yeah. Harbour is funny with a Russian accent. It's outstanding. Yeah. yeah. All right, Micah. What would your can I, can meal I go plan? before Micah? Did you already? Oh, you didn't go yet. Yeah, you go. told me I was going to be before Micah. No, go, oh yeah, go for it. Who are, yeah, yeah. All right. I I just want to piggyback on the Bodies thing because I'm Friday night, first night alone. I'm I'm Bodies, going Bodies. Yeah. I, I've never heard of this joint. Why? Oh, East Grand Rapids. It's yeah. the only one I've been to, but phenomenal. Bodies. It's so good. Oh, it's Bodies. so good. Yeah. What steak. steak do you get? Say it at the same time. One, two, three, go. Cowboy Bodies. cut. Yeah. Wait, is that, what? Is that, does that one have a bone? Was that the one, two, yeah, three yeah, count? Yeah, okay. Or was that where we supposed to say on three? I, I think go? they mumbled it at the same time. <laughs> yeah. I think they mumbled it roughly at <laughs> the same time. I don't want the pressure of naming a cut. <laughs> right. That's too much. What's the new <laughs> like the new the new big thing with the is it like uh I can't wait for steaks. Uh, I mean, I'll People, take a tomahawk. Like a tomahawk. If you're giving, that's the new if you're thing, right? To- it's, not a, it's not a new thing. It's not Sounds new. No. It's just a Sounds made up. It's just a over a hundred dollars for two people thing. Yeah, it's it's trendy right now. It's trendy. It, it is not new, but it's I'll trendy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Very good though. Tomahawk. I just actually recently had a couple. I, of tomahawks. Yeah, I remember you talking about yeah. it. I really gotta good. have a tomahawk. I don't know how you to try get my hands on one. I just ordered some. 
Tomahawks? From a local butcher in Allendale. Mm. Yeah. Well, All right, so when nice. can I come over? Uh, I'll let you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> Saturday, I'm gonna. I'm not going to be there because I'm going to be at Anna's house for breakfast. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yep. That's where I'm going. You dog. And then uh, for lunch, I'm going to drive all the way out to the deck in Muskegon and get some tacos there and, and just enjoy the beach because that place Hopefully is Brenna's awesome. playing. Hopefully Brenna's playing. That would be awesome. Yeah. Still yeah. not familiar with that. Two weeks at Dockers. The deck? Have you been there to the deck? No. Oh, this yeah. This week at Dockers. Better than Dockers. I got to get out there. Poppy. My dad's band oh, playing nice. at the Dockers. Yep. Yeah. Nice. That'll be a good time. Yeah. Uh, and then for dinner, I'm going to go Italian. I'm going to go Bistro Bellavita. No hate. Can't hate on that. Classic. Yeah. It's a classic. They have, they have underrated drinks there, too. Mixed drinks. I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, and then Sunday breakfast, I'm going to Rise Bakery. I don't know if you guys have been there or not. Oh, that's a good one. They oh. have some of the most underrated. I don't even know what, what it is, but Where anything is I have there is so, so good. It's a vegan, gluten-free bakery. Yes. And you would not okay. think yes, that yes, replacing yes. lard with applesauce is the greatest thing that you've ever done in baking, but it <laughs> freaking is. But it is. It, it is. freaking Listen, their What's oatmeal treat? cream pie is like crack. <laughs> you can't eat it for breakfast, and you cannot eat a whole one by yourself. And if you do, you're a monster, and I love you. Maybe you should sell those <laughs> at Gage. I wish I could. If I could medicate them, they're I would. Really crack. <laughs> right. no, they no. are They <laughs> are like... They, you can pick up some of their stuff, so you, you have to go to the bakery when it opens. They're one of those big like Instagram drops. Like You see what's out for the day. Oh, yeah. okay, yep, you peruse sure. the menu of what's fresh. When it's gone, it's gone. But if you can't get to Rise, here's your little hot tip. They've started stocking some Rise bakery stuff at Kingma's. What? Yes. Underrated. Kingma's? Underrated. Yes. Oh, yeah. Kingma's on counter? Plainfield. Yes. What? Wait, where, where's Kingma's? King was on Plainfield. King was on Plainfield. Yep. Wow, I would never would have. I never would have imagined that. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh my God. They under underrated meat counter. Phenomenal yeah. deli section. Have you ever been in there when they do the seafood showcase? The seafood showcase is amazing. I, <laughs> I actually have a picture of it. I've on never, my phone. never. I've never felt I had more. To send it to someone. I've never I felt more disconnected from this podcast <laughs> in my whole life. Everybody I have hates no the idea. Lions, There's so many things being. We're hating so on the lines <laughs> and talking about like so many good things that yeah. I don't know what to do, John. What do no, I do? Uh, I, need I, don't to go to I don't know. I think oh, I think yeah. you made a mistake taking Taco Bell like right away. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that's why I stopped. Rise, I, uh, rise I said I'd rise. call my friends and see where they're going. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to call each and call these knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Care Lock Sandwich. Do that. Go to Rise Care Lock Sandwich. Go go there. Yeah, and then I'm also going to then after that go to the bitter end to get some coffee. Good. Good. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's phenomenal. Not not that Rise doesn't have good coffee, but Bitter End is Bitter End. So, uh, and then for lunch, I'm going to go to City Built. Bring up yes. City Built. I yes, love City yes, Bill. I love City Built. That cyberpunk is something special. Oh that, my gosh, oh, I, oh. And I've yeah. never had bad food. Is that their taco? Never. Oh, phenomenal, phenomenal food. Cyberpunk is a sour beer. Oh, super. Sour it's beer. A, yeah, gummy bear sour. Huh. Oh, yeah. I have one of those actually yeah. still in the fridge. Yeah. Yes. They're so good. I'm going to go home and steal it from you. All right. You Micah, go. real Kay. quick. <laughs> sorry. That took too long, guys. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Friday night for dinner, I'm going to Lakari's for pizza. Yes. I am trying Lakari's again. I was disappointed when I talked to Kyle, and Kyle educated me. They put toppings under the cheese. Right. I didn't know that. He okay. was upset. There wasn't because, yeah, if you've never been there, like, yeah. so they have stuff under. Yeah. Like, he's like, there's no toppings on it. Oh, yeah, like, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I actually think their pasta is better than their pizza. Really? Really? But that's that's okay. my hot take. Well, I'm going to try yeah. pasta then. I love that the Lakari's pasta is amazing. So, like Drew, for breakfast, I'm sleeping. Yeah. I'm not waking <laughs> up to eat. No. I'm going sleep. to sleep for sure. And then lunch on my way into town. I'm going to Bird Dogs, getting their Nashville hot chicken sandwich, great their mac and cheese, 
and a Dr. Pepper, and then I'm going to rock some chicken for dinner again and go to Hancock in EGR. That's so good. It is absolutely divine hot chicken. Can I tell you, this is the only man among any of us who thought through the after effects of his meal with his <laughs> wife and kids being gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, For he sure. thought through. 100%. He is going. He is going to have a spicy explosion when he gets home, <laughs> and there is going to be no one there to suffer through it besides <laughs> no, him. He's going to enjoy it. Him. Yeah, just him. He's he's horrible. the only one. He's torturing himself, and you know what? That's the way it should be. He's yeah. going to pull up the covers. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and then for Sunday, <laughs> I'm doing brunch at Anna's house. Okay. All right. Brunch at yeah. Anna's house. Nice. Yep. I love yeah. it. <laughs> If it's craft beer in Michigan sports, we may not be the authority, but we love both like a fat kid loves cake. Hot, hot! This is State of My Sports. All right, guys, so we're going to get into explaining a little bit about what Betting Hero does with State of My Sports. Basically, if you want to have an opportunity to support this podcast, we want to encourage you to go over to bettinghero.com, sign up. And what, what you're going to do is use the promo code uh, MIBETS. MIBETS. Thank you very much. So uh, bettinghero.com, promo code MIBETS. And what, what they're going to do is going to lay out all of the sports betting opportunities that you have at your fingertips uh, in the state of Michigan that's legal. So they lay out each one and then give you the best promo code available at that time. So what that allows you to do is is really just get free money as you go. And I think, to me, that's the best opportunity right now with sports betting. Uh, the way that they're laying it out for you is cannot miss betting opportunities. So take advantage of every single one of those promo codes that they give you. Uh, MIBETS promo code with uh, going to – man, I'm really messing this up at the end here. BettingHero.com. BettingHero.com. MIBETS. Let's see. You want me to close it out for you real quick? I, yeah, I could you? Yeah, yeah you go. Go, ahead. go ahead. Just go right to BettingHero.com. Use the promo code MIBETS for the best promo codes available. That's BettingHero.com. We're going to clip that and use yeah, that. Yeah, just clip that and just use that. That's free. That's how I love you guys. Don't let me talk yeah, anymore. I'm having fun. You guys got me beer. Say, how so much we're was good. that? Like, yeah. we got, I got beer. I'm good. Anyways, uh, so what, what I want to start with basically is is what happened last week. We we did our, our fearsome foursome draft, and Micah, you you were the, at the bottom there. Rory McIlroy. came in first. You, you were minus one. Uh, <laughs> Kyle came in second to last right. at minus 13. Anyways, we were really keeping track of that, this whole thing. <laughs> I... Was right in the middle at minus 17. John, second place, minus 21. And Ryan won at minus 25 with Bryson, Spieth, Fowler, and Oosteezen. Man, I'm good at this. Man, you killed it with the first. Well, I guess Spieth and Oosteezen. Yeah, I just, kinda, I just, I'm good at this. I'm telling you. Yeah. Ricky Fowler, you, baby. You usually win, which another one that you're going <laughs> to win <laughs> was our, our adopted team, NBA draft you you had the bucks and the suns yep um what well, does anybody know what the score yeah you did well the, uh, Haw- the bucks are up right now the bucks are up yep. Ooh, Ooh, boy. Up Boo, keep, game seven keep an eye on that one uh <laughs> bucks lead the series three to two uh game six live we just brought up the score they were a five point favorite and the over under was at 20 or 222 so that's that's kind of what it was then uh we talked about this off here but chris paul owing 12 in his career playoff games when Scott Foster ref. So you were talking about, Drew, a little, there was a blow-up between the two, and then ever since, that was like... Ever since 0-12. Ever th- th- there, was, there was a dust-up in Houston. It was, it was a whole thing, and Chris Paul and Scott Foster just can't get along. But there was another 
No, nice there was a there was a juicy rumor. There was yeah. a juicy rumor that former NBA official Tim Donahue is a godfather to to one of Scott Foster's children. That was the juicy like Twitter rumor Ooh. today. That's yeah. That, that's not one of those things that you can like verify unless you ask Tim Donahue or Scott Foster. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As I don't have their phone numbers, we're just gonna go with that juicy rumor. Juicy. Yeah. Must don't, be true. Don't Has fact check be. us on that. I saw it on Twitter.com. <laughs> we so. probably yeah. just got a fact check, fact check thing at yeah. the bottom of our, on our, yeah. our post. Feed, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Promo code, um, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the MVP odds, I mean, if, if the Bucks win it tonight, no question, it's Giannis. He's at minus 400. That means you have to bet 400 bucks just to win 100. Um, I'm personally not going to do that, even though, I mean, I guess it's a free 100. I guess it's, if you want to do it, do it through Betting Hero. Nice. <laughs> yeah, mean, if it, you're it, gonna it, do it, use bettinghero.com. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much a guarantee at this point. If if the Bucks win, uh, Devin Booker uh, is plus five hundred, and Chris Paul is plus six fifty. If the Suns come back, win this game, and win Game Seven, it's going to be Devin Booker, no question. I don't even know why Chris Paul's that close in odds. Other uh, than he's the, had the some fact, real big games. Yeah, because he but dominated Devin game gotten, one and two. But Devin Booker's yeah, scored over forty in what three straight games or something like that. Yeah, but. Chris Paul won the special that first game. I mean, it, it, yeah. That was not reffed by Scott Foster. Yeah. yeah. I think the arguments would be, though, that, like, Chris Paul, while he helped them with game one, has not been that significant yeah. and has, yeah. I would say, more so significantly contributed to the losses. Turn, yeah. Turnovers. Yes. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. I feel like the game. only reason yeah. why he would win it is basically just like a legacy, legacy type legacy. thing. Like, he finally got his and stuff. If if I were a betting man, I would put money on on the Suns plus three ten heading into tonight, and Booker plus five hundred heading in. Like, I mean, might as well. It's not like not a ton of money, but if you want to hit big, like that, that's what I would personally do. But there you go. That, that's basically all we got for the the betting hero segment. If we want to get into our beer grades here. It is time to create our Michigan beers for this episode, but before we do, I want to once again remind everyone of our partner, Siciliano's Market. They're simply the best beer store in West Michigan, located on Lake Michigan Drive, right between Grand Valley State University's main campus and downtown Grand Rapids. Wherever you live in West Michigan, it is worth the short drive for what they have to offer. Whether you know what you want or you need some help from their expert staff, Siciliano's Market is the best place for that. They not only have a massive and up-to-date inventory of the best craft beers from across our great nation, they're individually priced so you can mix and match to build your own six-pack. Along with their great selection of craft beer they have specialty wines spirits ciders coffee tea tobacco and cigars they also have the largest selection of homebrew and wine making supplies in west michigan we love that siciliano's market is part of the state of my sports family and is who we visit to help us choose our michigan beers for each and every episode so please check them out and let them know that we sent you so we are at lost art brew house as everybody knows and we are drinking some really really good beer micah can you remind everybody what you and i are drinking and start with your zero to ten grade yeah we're drinking Holiday Road. It's a 7.3 percenter IPA, and it's got uh, Waimea and Simcoe hops and some aromas of uh, ripe melon and grapefruit and pine. You can taste the pine in it, and you can taste the grapefruit too, and it's it's really quite an amazing IPA. I Does it have it, a percentage on there? Did, did you already say it or no? 7.3. That was going to be my guess. 7.3. Oh, that was your I'm a guess. listener. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good guess. Listener. <laughs> <laughs> listener Sam was listener halfway Sam. listening. Listener Sam called in. <laughs> a boy. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> this is a really good IPA. Not just for the holidays. Throughout the summer, we're drinking it. It was 83, 84 today, and it tastes like a dream. It's a great IPA. Um, I'm going to give this beer... 
8.4. I think you nailed it, personally. I love the pininess to it. Pininess? Is that the right word? Piney. Pininess? Sure. Or is it just piney? It can be a word. Does it taste good? It's very good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Yeah, it's really good. And I think you nailed it with the 8.4. I'm going to diddle that that score. I don't know what I just want to hop in real quick. I don't know what I'm drinking. Nobody knows what you're drinking because you showed up <laughs> 60 hours I, late. Sorry, I was 20 <laughs> minutes late. You were very I, late. Same thing as Sam, Brad. Right? No, I okay. tried to drag it on yeah. by pretending that I was screwing up the feed and all that. Wait, good you're stuff copying us? Uh, I told. I think I told Brad just give me the same thing Sam is drinking, and let me dog both of you right now because Sam always gives me a hard time. Oh, what? He's gonna hard. <laughs> he's go- oh, I see what's happening. Oh. Sam says I'm too hard on breweries and stuff like this. This that's is what she better. Said. Then that's you got to play the. <laughs> it's Ryan's, better than Ryan's so bad at the board. So uh, well, there were supposed to be Sam. sound effects throughout the whole episode. <laughs> I had to like nudge him. I did say, "Oh, and here comes a bumper, a and then bumper. there's a bumper." Yeah, and lis- then there's I'm a listening to things three. like seven point three percent alcohol. I don't know. I'm just listening. <laughs> He's a good he listener. Is. He is actually <laughs> listening. Uh, as far as a summer beer, and every this is one of the best beers I've had all summer. This is a rookie score of nine point oh. Wowzers! Oh, baby, and that means a lot from him. For the record, that is it, it that's. Does. I give people first of all, he doesn't BS that, anybody. I'm just be honest, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. not a liar, I, and he doesn't grade beer that high. His it's average so beer grade is probably I'm like a very, seven five. I don't get out of the yeah. Very he, it's okay. rare if it's over yeah. seven five. Yeah. I've yeah. scored. This will be the third beer I've had in the nines. Yeah, the one yeah. was Boss Tweed, which Boss was episode Tweed. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which then, I picked. Like, then, this is my favorite craft beer. Well, that's I what love this beer. That's what you were yeah. doing back then. But this isn't like even like Boss Tweed a little bit. Is, it's it's this is smoother. It's yeah. a little easier to drink. It's it is it, easy it to seems drink. Lighter and uh, yeah, maybe if it wasn't eighty five degrees and muggy today, like I, I this is this is a perfect summer beer. Yeah, it's great. It's a really good IPA. Ryan, you were drinking Dune Climber. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I, I really can't. I can oh. just tell you if so I, I like it or not. I grabbed you the wrong can. I thought you were doing the milkshake. Yeah. No, you just gave me some random can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dune Climber is a 7.2% IPA. 7.2% 7. 7. IPA. That's yeah. why we invited him on. That? From the board over there. Oh, my goodness. I it's thought on the, it's on the board. Like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm listening. I'm good. I'm not Look, that good. Look, at the beginning <laughs> of the episode, <laughs> because, too much? because <laughs> I listen when, when people are talking, uh, Drew, Drew mentioned that like you, you know, you've never had a bad beer here. No, I haven't. that's just the truth. And and I feel the same way. You know, we did we did uh, an episode here about a, a year ago, and a there was actually a, a nice little like parting gift as we left. And honestly, those beers are are awesome. Every single beer I've had here is is so easy to drink. Yeah. All the descriptions that we've had is pretty much every beer here. So I I've really enjoyed it. I'm gonna give this grade for Dune Climber. I'm gonna go an eight five. I'll go one above you, Sam. And Micah. Mm. No, you, Sam. Why Just did you, Sam? Drew, where exactly is Lost Art located? Whew. So it's on Remembrance Road. It's uh, right by Sobe Meats is usually where I go for. It's, oh, yeah. it's a good like a good landmark for people. With the old D and W. Yeah, because listen, <laughs> if you know Sobe Meats, you know you know quality stuff, and yeah, then you'll know how true. to find yeah. here. I'm not from this like this part of Grand Rapids. Yeah, but, like you know Sobe Meats. You know Sobe. Like, you know yeah. Sobe. Yeah. Um, and I am drinking the Roaring Twenties tonight. Uh, the version of Roaring Twenties I have is the Quad IPA that you can still get on tap here at Lost Art Brewhouse. Whoa. 
Um, but it is a 17.9%, which is why I did not finish it and will not be finishing mine. Uh, I got to drive home. Um, and I don't drink that much anymore. But they did also do this as an Imperial Stout, which is what I'm holding in my hand, which okay. I do have, I think, four of in my basement right now. Nice. Um, their milkshake series that they've been doing uh, for the past couple months has been phenomenal. They are great. There's that fruity hint to the already, as you guys have described, one of the trademarks of the Lost Art beers is smoothness. They are smooth 100%. drinkers. They are easy to put down. They are not they're not overly complex, but they're not simple. You know, it's right, yeah. it's one of those you don't have to be a beer snob to appreciate that this is good tasty beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. So, um yeah, I'm 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 loving the Roaring 20s. I think this entire series is a, is is phenomenal. I'm going to give it a 9 even. Not even a hesitation. This is a smooth drinking quad IPA that doesn't overly force those piney notes that I'm not the biggest fan of. Agree. Yeah. But it's still in there and you still get a good back end of the pine. The subtleness. Yeah. 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 I can't uh, believe that, it's 17%. Yeah. 17? I, I have wow. never had a quad and I think before I leave I should take a, a little sip of some if, if I could. Um, but that was episode 114 here at Lost Art. Thank you again, Drew, for, for joining us tonight. Really, really appreciate it. That was huge. Yeah, it's been awesome. Thank you guys all for recording. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching live. We'll talk to you next week, if not sooner. You've been listening to State of My Sports. From the Red Wings to the Lions to the Tigers to the Pistons to Michigan and Michigan State and everything in between, we're talking about it. And don't forget the beer. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. In the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch at State of My Sports with an M-I. We'll see you next time.